everybody. Welcome back to the Film Buds podcast. This is episode number 78, and my name is Henry. And contrary to what we said last week, Chloe is still not with us today. She's very busy helping to prep for her sister's wedding, which is tomorrow, actually. So congrats to her. But she should be back next week for when we review Us and maybe Dumbo. So, But uh, nevertheless, we're joined by three guests. Uh, and so, first of all, joining us for the third week in a row, I guess, is our friends Sky and Jessica. So y'all, So y'all, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having us again, man. Yeah. And then joining us after a bit of a hiatus from the show <laughs> is our good buddy, Jacob Bowers. Uh, Hello. Yeah, not to be confused with the Jacob we had on two weeks ago. but Swafford. Jacob, Yeah, Swafford. But Jacob, you were on a lot of the earlier episodes, but it's good to have you back, man. Yeah, it's yeah. been a little while. Yeah. And today, similar to what we've done the last two weeks, we're going to be doing kind of a retro review special instead of doing any new releases. And so we're going to be reviewing Venom from last year, the Spider-Man spinoff with Tom Hardy, which uh, we didn't actually review on the show. And then we're going to be doing a retro review of one of Sky's favorite films, (laughs) The Mummy from 2017, starring Tom Cruise. I love that movie. (laughs) Yes. I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah, and so I think we have some differing opinions on on these (laughs) movies and some, you know, plenty of things to talk about. And so thanks again for joining us. And yeah, so how's how's everybody doing? Great, great, good, yeah, horrible. <laughs> Sky, tell us all about it. <laughs> I'm I did. okay. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I didn't actually get a chance to see Venom, but oh, I really? know basically everything about it, so don't worry Scandal. about spoilers. Scandalous, you know, just mm. just talk about it all you want. <laughs> yeah, but sure. I'm always ready to talk about the mummy. Yeah, but so. but you're a bit of a superhero fan anyway, so you you yeah. know the gist. So yeah, yeah, but yeah, we're a mummy mummy fanboys, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you weren't at first. No, I wasn't. Rewatches did it. <laughs> I've been the original mummy. Yeah, fan. that's true. True. Hardcore fans. I'm gonna be honest. I completely <laughs> forgot we were doing Venom because I've been so focused on the mummy and right. how excited I am to talk about it. This just movie. absorbs you. Yes, it's, it's a gem. It's very immersive. <laughs> it is a diamond in the rough. <laughs> yeah. Well. uh well, Jacob, since it's been a while since we've seen you, uh, besides the cough, what's new, man? Uh, yeah, I'm just going over a little bit of a cold. Oh, yeah. From uh, through a little bit of teaching. Yeah. The kids. Oh, yeah. You mentioned you got a new job. What are you doing? sick. What are you doing? I'm just doing some substitute teaching for Guilford County. Oh, nice. But um, actually accepting a job in Korea. Really? Yeah. So I'll be going there in June. Whoa, man. Huge, yeah. Huge news. Are you excited? Yeah, it's pretty exciting. I hear North Korea is a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, my, uh, my mom's a little concerned that I'll get nuked while I'm over there. Sure, but, uh, I don't think that's. I wouldn't worry. What are you doing in Korea? Uh, I'm going to still be doing a little bit of teaching. Uh, I'm going to be there's a private school over there. It's K through twelve, and uh, I'll be looking over one of their dorms and also doing a little bit of English and film history teaching. Whoa. That's really cool, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, congrats. You know, Thank you. That's pretty cool. That's probably the biggest development in my life. It's yeah. been pretty boring. It is South Korea though, right? Yes. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> South good. South Korea. That's good. <laughs> just to make sure. You know. Just, just you for never clarification. Know. You never know these days. Well, yeah, well then this may be one of your, your last appearances on the show for a while. 
Maybe. You know, Maybe. I, I want to try and make it back out here yeah. once. Cool. Or twice. This might be the last time people hear your voice. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Although I, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe you can uh, Skype me in. You know, oh, Korea yeah. does have the best internet in the world. Yeah, true. And that's not an exaggeration. They're yeah. the best. Huh. So I didn't know. It's amazing. Okay. Have you okay. been to Korea? I have. Oh. oh, really? I was born in Korea. Was is this another? <laughs> you were a ballet teacher joke. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> I almost had you though. I feel like yeah, for a very brief second. But uh, but have you been? I have not. Okay, I have been to Vietnam. Clarify. I haven't. Sky, do you want to buddy up and maybe go sometime? Let's go. All right, let's go. I'm really excited. Visit Jacob. We can go visit Jacob it's in North Korea. Yeah, <laughs> Tokyo is right across the water. Oh, cool, man. Yeah. Well, man, that's gonna be really good. Yeah. So, so I'll be at a little island at the bottom of South Korea called Jeju. Wow, it's like four hours by Wait, ferry. Is it called Jeju? Jeju. Oh, I thought you said like judge you. Like they're <laughs> constantly judging you. <laughs> Jeju. Yeah. It's like Korea's Hawaii, I hear. That's wow. Cool. Touristy. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, what about y'all? Any uh anything going on? I got to interview the governor. Really? That was pretty cool. Yeah. I've I've always done it, but every time I do it, like I'm just like, oh, this is this is neat. And he never remembers my name. The governor. Yeah. It's a unique name. How hard is it? It's Sky. He's Dead. the guy with the hair. Not that governor. Roy Cooper. Ah. Name drop. <laughs> We're kind of boys now. Yeah. yeah. Well, what about you, Jessica? Anything? No, not really. Nothing? <laughs> Same old That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Well, uh, what about you? Nothing really. Just uh, been yeah working at the coffee shop. I, like I mentioned to y'all, I went and got a suit for this wedding tomorrow. My first suit. Your first suit? Yeah. Jacob, you got a suit? I do. Nice. It's pretty old, though. Yeah. So went and got that, talked to a salesman, tried on some stuff. Talked to a salesman? For the Sounds suit. like a hell of a day. <laughs> you don't even know the half of it. <laughs> but no, it, no, it was good. So uh, yeah, going to a wedding tomorrow, which probably my first wedding in a long, long time. So it'd be nice to see that. But yeah. Uh, neat. Yeah, very neat, Sky. Very neat. Well, cool. Um, Is it a white wedding? Like, is it a good day for a white wedding? You know, <laughs> we'll have to see, Sky. Are you a Billy Idol fan? I'm uh, not, not very much. So, Billy no. Joe Armstrong fan. Yeah, I'm a Billy Joe Armstrong fan. Not as much of a Billy Idol fan. See, we both really despise uh, your 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 boy. I know you do. What's what's the band? Green Day. Green Day. But wait, no. Do you, now? Do you hate the band or do you hate the guy? Yeah, we don't really like. I don't even know if I say I hate the band. I, it's just not my type of music. Well, that's fine. It'll get yeah. down to the the grunge. No, not the grunge. I Ooh. don't think it's grunge. Fake punk. I th- oh, I, I gotta show you some pop pop punk. I don't know what is it. I think it's like pop punk. Yeah, cool. I think that's a good. I think that's a good genre for it. Well, yeah, me. That's yeah. kind of what it is. Yeah. I mean, I'm a huge Green Day fan. So. No, nice. I get it. I get it. I mean, it's it's mass. So popular. you have to be. <laughs> Whatever Jacob is, you have to be Sky. Oh no, that's fine. We outnumber you. Know? you. I, I, well, not really. We're, we're it's pretty <laughs> two, two, two. It's, it's two, two. two, two. How's that cold treating you, Jacob? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it's okay. Sorry, you know? I'm sorry. Well, well, Sky, what do you? I mean, I, I know some of your music taste, but what do you listen to usually? <coughs> it's very eclectic. Yeah, I have a very eclectic <coughs> music taste. Yeah, he does. Uh, uh, like 
What was it? We were listening to Michael Franti on the way up here. Michael hmm. Franti. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know him. Yeah. He kind of wears Franti. the same thing you're wearing, like the, the, the little, little beanie? beanie thing. Yeah. Wow. That's what he does. He has okay. dreads. Cool. And he's from Seattle. Cool. Yeah, but he talks like a Jamaican, so it's really nice. interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sang uh, a song about Obama once. Oh, really? Who hasn't done a song about Obama? That's true. Um, but no, I mean, Jacob, I talked to you briefly about it. Are you excited about Borderlands 3? Yes. I'm so pumped. Yes. Yeah. Henry, do you play? It's been a long time. I haven't played Borderlands, no, but I, I do I do play video games from time to time. So, time to time. It's well, we're going to go ahead and take a pause on this podcast. We'll yeah. be back in like four yeah. hours. Yeah. I hear he's more of a movie guy, though. I'm a little it's, bit... I, are you I a do, cinephile? I do watch movies from time to time. Not as much anymore, but, you know. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> yeah. This podcast is just, you know, it's it's just for giggles. Yeah. It's for fun. <laughs> for funsies. So, well, Jessica, what about you? What do you listen to? Um, I don't know how to describe. Mostly rock, hard rock kind of stuff. You like uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers? Oh, yeah, they're my favorite band. Oh, cool. Um, a lot of people hate on them, but um, you have to not listen to the radio hits. Right. To appreciate them because I, I pretty much hate everything that's been on the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're, they're better stuff you have to dig for. That's kind of, I mean, I mean, I know y'all don't like them, but that's kind of what Green Day is. A lot of the, like, the top 10, like, Spotify hits are not mm-hmm. at all their best. So, yeah, I mean, the, the deep cuts, you know, yeah. that's what you got to go for. Yeah. So, Well, I yeah, will admit yeah. that I actually really enjoyed the American Idiot album. Thank you. When it came out. I, I, think, that's a, I think that's a good album. Yeah. Everything else, though, I have not enjoyed. Hmm. Wow. Laying they're, it down. They're a one album for me. Hot take. You know? Hot, Hot take. take. Hot take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, cool. With all that said... Uh, anything else y'all want to mention before we jump right in? No? All right. Well, cool. I guess we can get into our retro review of Venom from 2018. And we have the clip for this one, so take a listen. But can we get something to eat now? Otherwise, your liver, it's starting to look really, really good and juicy. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I know a place down here. Hey, Mr. C. How you doing, Eddie? Ain't nothing changed but the weather, you know. No. So, what culinary delights will tickle the pickle tonight? Beetle tarts and chocolate. Right, okay, no problem. The payment's due, Chan. Please, I can't keep doing this. Now. Bad guy, right? Yep. Preying on innocent people, and we will find you and eat both your arms and then both of your legs, and then we will eat your face right off your head. Do you understand? Please. Yes. So you will be this armless, legless, faceless thing, won't you? Rolling down the street like a turd in the wind. Do you feel me? Okay, so Venom was released in 2018 and stars or is directed by Ruben Flesher stars Tom Hardy Michelle Williams Riz Ahmed is that how you say it that sounds right yeah Jenny Slate Woody Harrelson I guess in a deleted scene and that's well, a, no not a deleted scene he's he's in the um after the credits oh right okay yeah fair yeah and the synopsis is a failed reporter is bonded to an alien entity, one of my many, uh, one of many symbiotes who have invaded Earth. 
but the being takes a liking to Earth and decides to protect it. So, this or as the movie calls them, symbiotes. Do they? Yeah, they do. <laughs> symbiotes. Uh, mm. Tomato, tomato. Type I guess. Things. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Well, what a gem of a scene that you decided to to play for the listener. Right, the whole turd in the wind. Very <laughs> iconic line. Yeah, you know it's the line that made me not go to theaters to see this movie. Is it? It is. I heard that and I was like, "Well, I'm just done with this movie already." <laughs> hmm. See, I saw that online. I was like, "I gotta get into this. I gotta check this one out." So I went and bought the 4K, popped it in, and the rest is history, Sky. That's usually how I feel. You know, if I heard something like that, I'd be like, "I have to go see it in theaters." <sighs> money. I, I am a hoarder of money. You know, <laughs> yeah. My, uh, my friend and I have a tradition where. Uh, Whenever we we get a movie that we think is not going to be very good, we go see it in the movie tavern. And we eat a steak and we have some wine, and we watch a bad movie. We watch <laughs> the Mummy there. Nice, <laughs> nice. Which turned out to be amazing. So yeah, you know, that's but, true. Uh, and we saw Slender Man there. Oh, oh yeah. We I think we mentioned yeah. that on the show last week. How was that? Bad. Yeah, <laughs> it looked bad. Yeah. yeah. The last scene in the movie is pretty cool. Really? But other than that, no, it's bad. Hmm. Don't bother. Yeah. Have you been keeping up with the court case? The court case? Yeah, uh, about the, the real story. I mean, like, I hear bits and pieces every now and then. It's interesting. You should definitely check into it. All right. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you like true crime, it's cool. Yeah. Well, all right, well, yeah, so Venom wasn't didn't get the best critical reviews, but it did pretty well with audiences, and it made, what, like over $800 million? I think it made a lot. Yeah, when it came out, so it was pretty divisive, and I guess that's one of the reasons why we chose to talk about it. But Jessica and Sky, what did y'all think of this one? Well, we talked about well, he wanted to go see it in theaters when it came out, <coughs> and then we started hearing the mixed reviews, so we never really went to go see it. But mm-hmm. we rented it um, a few months ago. Yeah, that sounds right. And watched it, and it, it wasn't as bad mm-hmm. as I expected it to be. I'm not. That's not my type of film at all i'm not into like action and superhero superhero stuff stuff. yeah so i was not expecting a lot so it wasn't unwatchable (laughs) well put (laughs) high praise there (laughs) for me you know it wasn't really um i love tom hardy Mm -hmm. and he is a much better venom than topher grace was well yeah although that's not too hard of a task to uh, accomplish but I, I agree. He is a, he is better. He is a better Venom. Yeah, and Venom was just a better Venom, you yeah. know. Uh, but that being said, I mean, the movie is far from perfect, mm-hmm. but it is a guilty pleasure. Yeah, you know, it's it's not great, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and, and I think I went in with zero expectations, and that's why I really enjoyed. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Topher Grace is kind of all around a, a weird guy. <laughs> it's you know, true. He is. I'm sorry if you're listening, Topher. But, yeah. You know. Yeah, Topher's one of our really dedicated listeners oh, here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, well, he was just in uh, Black Klansman, right? Yeah. Yeah, as David Duke. Yeah, he was, he was good in, in uh, He's in an episode of, the only non-animated episode of Love, Death, and Robots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. He is in that one. Oh. Mm-hmm. Have you seen all of that? About ten, about 10 episodes. They have. We both have, yeah. Yeah. I think it's like a, if you want to compare it to Black Mirror, I think it's like a, a little bit more intense. Yeah, that's yeah. what I've been saying. Yeah, that's what yeah. we're, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it fills the void, as I said. Yeah, I'd recommend it, but it has some extremely graphic violence. I love it. Yeah, 
Love that gore, man. We're gore hounds over here. Yeah. So. <laughs> I wanted Venom to be rated R because I wanted him to like be Venom. I wanted him to decapitate people and eat them and do all that stuff. Yeah. And I wanted to see it. Yeah. Which he does decapitate right. people, but you Watch don't get it. to see it. You don't see it. You don't see it. You know, and at the end, you know, you see, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Cassidy? Uh, Carnage. You see Carnage at the end, played by Woody Harrelson. And um, I'm hoping that if we get a sequel, which I'm sure we will, because it got so much money, mm-hmm. that we do get a rated R Carnage that's just destroying people and uh, eating people and ripping them apart. Yeah. It's a strange pull for Carnage, I, I feel. I don't know. I think it'll be better than, you know, Jesse Eisenberg, Lex Luthor, but... Yes. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. not too hard, I don't I'd think. <laughs> I'd agree, yeah. I still think it's a little strange. I yeah, do I mean, like Carnage, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it'll be an interesting uh, fit, you know, for Woody Harrelson, so we'll see. But, yeah, well, I mean, I... I I like the movie. I rewatched it last night. and It is fun. I think it's more, while it is flawed, I can see why, I guess, critics weren't yeah. that big of a fan of it. I think it's just a little bit more, it's goofy, but it's much more entertaining than a lot of the other superhero movies that I've seen. Like, the sum of its parts, to me, is a little bit better than a lot of other ones I've seen. It feels like a comic book movie. You know, it's yeah. one of the only ones, I think, that actually does feel like a comic book movie. Yeah. Uh one one issue I have with it is I think Riz, Riz Ahmed's character is just too evil in it. Like there's no real, I, I think that just like how he goes about doing things is not a really believable, which I mean, I mean, obviously it's a superhero movie, but I just feel like they could have done a little more with him to make it a little more grounded and not, you don't have to relate to him, but kind of more, yeah, I just more grounded. And I think he's a little too pure evil, you know? At least to me, I think the only other thing I've seen him in is Nightcrawler, and he was he was in that Night of show that HBO series, which I haven't seen yet, but I haven't I've seen heard that. very good things about it. Yeah, uh, but I think he's great. I think he's great. I just uh, yeah yeah no, I oh agree. yeah yeah he's fine in it, but the character is, right. is more the issue. Right, and also Jenny Slate kind of sticks out. I think as the the doctor, but I mean I, I love her in Parks and Rec and some other things I've seen her in, but never watched Parks and Rec. No, no. Oh man, she's a voice actress in Big yeah. Mouth though. Yeah, she she does a lot of voice work. So it's so funny. I don't even remember her being in the movie. That's how not memorable to me she was. I don't yeah, know. yeah. I mean, and her character is, is not much either. So yeah, because I was like, when you said in the beginning that she was in, I was like, was she? I don't remember. Yeah, I guess I just didn't pay attention to her at all. It was more of you know the the action sequences and the Venom character, and then the the bad guy that we don't really have much of a backstory about. Right. Yeah. It's. I mean. It's pretty shallow i mean in terms of characters but i think that tom hardy and then also the alter ego of venom work really well together Mm -hmm. just because the the comedy is so out there at times that it's just like him calling himself a loser like venom saying like on my planet i'm a bit of a loser too just stuff like that is fun you know and i've never seen a tom hardy film at all and this is my oh really jeez i recommend you didn't see inception mad max was he in that yeah, he was in Inception. Oh, I didn't, didn't remember that either. You, have you seen Mad Max Fury Road? No. Oh. She doesn't really like action films. Though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you just no. said that. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the only thing I really, well, besides, I, I had really had no idea who was in there, but um, he didn't bother me because I've heard like mixed reviews on his acting as well hmm. and the way he plays characters, but he didn't bother me because I guess it was like he was trying to be campy and right. and he played that well. Yeah. 
I love some Tom Hardy. He's I like do one too. of my favorites. Yeah, me too. And uh, you know, I remember first seeing him. I think it was in Rock and Rolla, the Guy Ritchie hmm. film. Ooh. Yeah, and uh, it's yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Uh, so I mean, I think he's great. I want more Tom Hardy. It, it it is like one of the first films I've seen him in where he's like seems very vulnerable in terms of the character, which because usually he plays really tough guys, but I think he has a a very kind of compelling vulnerability to him. You know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and, and then, I, I, yeah, again, I, I just love any interaction with him and Venom is great. And I think that in terms of Venom trying to press him to, like, you know, commit violence, even though it's so ridiculous and goofy. And uh, I love that he's the voice of Venom, too. Yeah. Like, he's just so talented. Yeah. Have you, you seen Locke with Tom Hardy? It's the A24 movie where he's in the car. It's the one location. No, I haven't seen oh, that. It's good. It's good. Hmm. Uh, have you seen that, Jacob? Oh, not yet. Not yet. Uh, it's on that that watch list, you know. Yeah, yeah. I saw your watch list on on Letterbox. It's pretty big, man. It is pretty big. You gotta yeah. get on that. I, yeah, <laughs> you know, Sky. You should get a Letterbox account. No. Okay. Well, I tried. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> I'll look into it. Yeah. I've been meaning to. I, is, li- I like writing anyways. So I got. That's fine. I got Swafford into in, into doing it. So yeah, yeah. It's great. You know. Uh, I don't leave as many detailed reviews as I used to, but I just like having everything, you know, in one place. I yeah. like organization, collecting, yeah. things like that. Yeah. So. But, yeah, and I, well, what else about the movie? What do you think of Michelle Williams? She was in that. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, no, she was fine. I mean, the, the movie itself, like, I mean, like you said, I mean, it was so Venom-focused mm-hmm. that all the other characters really do get pushed to the side a little bit. Yeah. You know, and I've, I forget, you know, but yeah, um, I, mean, I thought she was fine. Mm. Well, uh, well, here's the big question. What did y'all think of the Eminem song? Venom? Oh, I hate it. Jessica he loves it. it. all the time to get on my nerves. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. I'm a big Eminem fan. But oh, are that you? That song okay. is, it's, oh, it's, atrocious. <laughs> it's different. Yeah. It's annoying. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad it was in the end credits, not in the actual film. It's so, so bad. Yeah, I hope that they use it for every sequel. <laughs> Even if it's not a Venom movie, I want it to be in every Tom Hardy film. Oh, God. The next Mad Max. <laughs> I would like to see that paired up together. That would be, be, so be interesting. Nice. <laughs> yeah. But no, I uh, I thought it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> he loved it. Yeah. He loves the song, and he really enjoys it. Y'all are going to be blaring it on the way home. <laughs> he you know? better not. I'll I'm jump out. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> No, you're not driving the news two vehicle, and it's yeah. just like, ah, <laughs> no, yeah. don't, don't do it. <laughs> well, w- one part I love is the lobster or the the uh, restaurant scene where he just starts eating like crazy and jumps into the lobster tank. Yeah, great scene, great <laughs> yeah. scene. This is sounding more and more like a a good movie. To oh watch. yeah, man, it's great. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's fun. I didn't hate it, which I thought I would hate it, but I didn't hate it. Yeah, it's got lobster eating, uh, Eminem. You know what? What more could you want <laughs> from a comic book film? Lobster eating Eminem, Michelle Williams. Yeah, which yeah. I was surprised that she would take a role like this because yeah. she normally does very serious, um, sometimes more independent films. Right. So it was surprising to see her in this. Mm-hmm. And you watch like certain women and then follow it up with Venom. See, I still haven't seen certain That's a women. Double feature right there. I've heard good things about it though. It's good. Yeah, Kristen Stewart's in it. Oh yeah, you love Kristen Stewart, man. Oh yeah, favorite actress. Yeah. Um, what I think I really liked about it was, uh, Tom Hardy always does this like New York accent, you know, when he's playing an American, he always plays this New York accent. (laughs) 
And uh, every time I always think about um, Warrior. You oh, yeah. That movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good film. He's toned it up a lot because mm-hmm. like in Warrior, it was very bad. It was mm-hmm. a very bad accent. And then this one, it was like, oh, you know, he's worked on it. Yeah. He's dialed it back a little bit. And uh, it was good. And mm-hmm. this time he's in New York. He is in New York in this one. Yeah. Because every superhero film takes place in New York. Oh, it has to. It by, has to. There's law. no other like crime that happens yeah. anywhere else. Have one set here in Hillsboro. Why not? You know, a little local town. Get Venom in there. What would that hero be like? I don't know. I mean, there was like this huge Confederate flag, so it's like very scary yeah. for me here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're not as threat as you know. It's not as uh, violent as some people may think by that, but no, it's just uh, we got some people. You know, got some characters. I get that. Some crazy characters, you know, <laughs> some <laughs> troublemakers, you know. But yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, it is in New York. But you know, wait, no, no, it was in uh, San Francisco. It wasn't in New York. Okay, so it either takes place in California or it takes place in New York. <laughs> it was in oh, San Francisco. Was it not New York? I think it's in San Francisco because I remember because I mean I was I've been to San Francisco and it has the oh you're the right really yeah the houses what? and stuff too yeah like full house yeah. Yeah. Why was it in San Francisco? I don't know, man. You got to contact Ruben Fletcher and ask him that. Contact Sony. is in New York. Yeah. If anybody knows. If Spider-Man tries to leave New York, there's an invisible wall prevents him. Well, well, he's going to be in what, Europe? And for... uh, Yeah. uh, Far from home. Far from home. They must be making an exception. (laughs) Now, they can't show Spider-Man and Venom, can they? I don't think so. Venom and Spider-Man can't be in the same universe. Yeah, that's not allowed yet. Not yet. Yeah. It'll happen. If it happens, happen. It'll happen when Marvel buys Sony. Yeah. They'll call our boy Topher. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get Topher back, man. Bring him back. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. It to- was a franchise Topher killer. Topher will be playing Spider-Man. Mm. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Ugh. Did y'all like the uh, that main action sequence in the middle with the motorcycle? I thought that was all right. Yeah. yeah. Where he's, he's driving through it. Like he has the, it's in the trailer where he like flies Where he catches off. the motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. Got to see some drones in, in use. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Very modern. How right? does, how does he look? Venom. Does he look good? I like, I like the look of Venom. Yeah. It, it looked good? good. Yeah. It wasn't as cheesy as I thought it would be no. with the, the morphing. and. Yeah. I mean, I think some people have an issue with it, but I, I thought it was really good. So. But yeah, just could use the more core, and I think that would have added to it. But you know, it needed to be R. Yeah, it needed to be R. Yeah, so like the Wolverine, where he's killing everyone off screen. Yeah, yeah. I want it to take place well, on screen. Yeah, blood flies in. Well, ha- well, they should make it like Logan. Make it R rated. Make it a little bit more right. You know, I mean, truthfully, if you see this thing coming at you and you're a normal dude, <laughs> even if you're a villain, like this hardcore villain. If you see this thing running at you, you're not going to be like, oh, gosh. Yeah. You're going to be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. What is this thing coming at me? Yeah. Like, I, just, I needed language and I needed gore. Mm-hmm. Although I do like the scene where he's in the apartment and the Venom is just starting to take control. And he's like, oh, shit. Because he's just being pulled around from you know, yeah. all that stuff. That's good, you know. Yeah. But because, yeah, you know, Lo- Logan was so cathartic. Yeah. After very- so many years. Yeah, it was. Great film. Great film. It is very good. Yeah. yeah. I really enjoyed it, but I have this thing where, like, I guess, I mean, how long has Logan been out now? Like, a few years? Two years, I guess. Two maybe? years. Still not really happy with the ending. Or the general, like, the general story. But it's a good movie. And like, the only reason I'm not happy with it is just because of what um, decisions they made with characters. Like what? 
because I, I think we reviewed it on the show, and so you can I mean, so we, spoilers are yeah. fine. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. Uh, but like, I just I don't really like you know everyone dying. Like, I like my heroes to you know to to be alive. To and for me, this <laughs> this is almost like a one off. You know, I don't consider this to be part of like the film franchise itself. I, mean, mm-hmm. I thought it was uh, poignant. I yeah. know, after so many years of, because yeah. everything's been kind because Hugh Jackman's always played Wolverine, so everything has been canonical and chronological. So he technically has been playing Wolverine for this many years. He won that award, you know. Yeah, Guinness World Record or whatever. Oh yeah. So you know, I mean, I I thought it was just a way of Wolverine saying, you know, it's time to go. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. No, I get that, but like, I mean, if this is canon, then every you know character that we've fallen in love with over the years is now dead, you know, and it's Wolverine's fault. So yeah, I guess they're you know, unfortunately, you have to look at the business side of things too. They want to continue the franchise. These people are getting old. They're having to open it up to the new kids, X twenty three, these other new mutants that they're gonna bring up. Yeah, probably gonna do the same thing with Marvel. Don't say that. You know. <laughs> I'm telling you, if Iron Man dies in Endgame, I walking out really of that theater. Well, I mean, because <laughs> isn't his contract up at the, on this film? I don't Excuse give me. a damn. Oh, he had better not die. Hmm. Well, kind of, they kind of have to like write some some crazy stuff to get him. If they're going to introduce Captain Marvel and still have Iron Man die, it's kind of silly. Hmm. So I don't know. Well, I mean, I honestly, I mean, I've talked about this before, but I don't think anyone is going to die in Endgame. Hmm. Maybe he got like a like a STD from Thanos when he cut him. I don't know. <laughs> well, I think that's what happened, Jacob. Some <laughs> yeah. nasty STD. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Venom. Uh, it's, any, a, it's a rich man's version of Upgrade. Yes, which I, I was saying I have not seen Upgrade, but it, yeah, the, it has the similar the voice, right? Or yeah, the, and Upgrade even has a poor man's Tom Hardy in it. Oh yeah, Logan Marshall Green looks just like Tom Hardy. Yeah, not not a huge fan of his. I'll say that it's a great movie though. Yeah, yeah, I've it is a great that. movie. Yeah, the only other thing I've seen him in is um, Prometheus. Yeah, Logan Marshall Green. Yeah, I didn't even know his name. Yeah, <laughs> Jacob. It's a good movie. And, yeah, and I don't like that kind of stuff, but I was like, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah, I've seen Prometheus, but I haven't seen Upgrade. Yeah, Upgrade hmm. was great. It's a great movie. It's a far better movie. And mm-hmm. I hadn't heard about it until we saw it in Redbox. Had you heard about it before that? Yeah, I saw the previews when it first uh, was being advertised. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, uh, anything else about Venom y'all want to mention? No, I mean, I mean, we talked about the CGI briefly, but I thought the CGI was really good. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just... And I think we got to see a lot of Venom. Which was very unexpected. I was honestly thinking they would be like, oh, it's just going to be the Tom Hardy show and we'll see Venom every now and then. Mm-hmm. But no, they showed him throughout the whole movie and that was great. That's what I wanted. Yeah. I don't know where they go from here. You know, I mean, if Carnage is the next villain, I don't think he is. I think they'll save him for the third film. Uh, I don't know where we go from well, here. There's plenty of other symbiotes yeah. to pull in. No, I get that. I get that. But I wanted more of a tease, I guess, if that is the case. Yeah. I think MCU's probably going the Sinister Six route. So I don't yeah. know if they can pull in, what's her name, like Scream or something. But, you know, they all have weird names like Toxin and yeah. Scream and Terror. Mysterio. Mysterion? Yeah. Mysterio? What is it? Mysterio. Mysterio. Yeah. Mysterio. That Jake Gyllenhaal character. Yeah. In- 
Far From Home. Yeah. Not excited about it. I, I'm not really. I, the trailer didn't do much for me, honestly. But it didn't do it for me either. And that's because I don't know where it takes place. Is it before Endgame or is it after Endgame? It's after. If it's after, <laughs> screw that noise. <laughs> it's been confirmed to be after. That's stupid. That's really stupid. Because in Infinity War, you see Peter Parker die. And if it takes place after, then it's just like, hey, guess what? He's coming back. Yeah, see, that was my issue with the, that movie. It's just like, I just feel like you know that so many of these people are coming back or you're going to continue yeah. to see them in other things and it just kind of aggravated me. Like it, it makes kinda, the, the death that much Like you less. know they're coming back, but at the same time, I don't want to see it. I yeah. don't want to see it in an advertisement for a film that's not even coming out yet. Yeah, because they, they confirm that everyone's soul is trapped in the soul stone as opposed to being dead. And also if you look at the international posters, I think the one in China has like all of the the heroes and then everyone that's dead like silhouetted at the bottom. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that being released. So. Um, but I feel like everything that you you know like everything else that we're hearing about plot about whatever, you know, about the souls being trapped in the soul stone. I think that's all rumor. Mm. I mean, they've been holding their cards very close to their chest throughout the entire process of the Infinity War saga and I I don't believe that they're going to reveal anything. But I agree with the Spider-Man thing. I think it's uh, it's hard these days to have good stories uh, and good emotional moments, especially on TV, because everything is so constantly ruled by the pursuit of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just awful, strange decisions are made because of that fact. Preach it, so, man. Preach it. You know. <laughs> I want more Michael Keaton. Oh, yeah. You know, if they were like, hey, Vulture's back, I'd be like, I'm sold. Yeah. But Sky, here's the big question. What's a soul stone? <laughs> What's a soul stone? Yeah. So it's the one of the infinity gems. Oh yeah. Okay. Didn't they find it in Africa? Oh, that's a black. I, I, I guess I, I should have lost track. Soul gem. The soul stone and his uh, Let's get the correct terminology. That's something show. from Skyrim. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, it's Skyrim. <laughs> that's what it was. I tracked down that thing. Yeah. Or was that also a soul gem? I don't know. <laughs> no, that was a soul gem, yeah. That's you're that's right. a million dollar question <laughs> we have to answer here. So but uh, yeah, well, anything else about Venom? Anybody? Sky or uh, not Sky? Uh, Jacob, <coughs> you gonna check this one out? Yeah, I think I will. Yeah, I Give wanted it. to for a while, but yeah. you know, I'm sold. Give it a poke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Um, you know, just my usual thing of like, you made me watch it, and I actually didn't hate it. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> That's how it goes every time. It was fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, cool. Uh, out of five stars for y'all? When I first saw it, it was a four. Now it's a three and a half. Went down a little bit. Mm. It's a three. Three. Yeah, I'd go three. Three. All right. A four. Four? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, From, you're, you're yeah. pre-rating the, the film, yeah. you know? Yeah. Sometimes I do that. Sometimes I go into a film, I see the first scene, and I'm like, this is a four. Mm. And it's not going to change. I'm like, I go in, I'm going to love this thing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I have very <laughs> light criteria. Uh, I don't get too analytical. I feel like that, for me, that, that makes it less fun to pick it apart. You know? mm-hmm. I've definitely been trained to do that by school. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- yeah I think we all, but, all were. You know, I, I like to be entertained. Like the what I can't remember the teacher's name at UNCG, the guy who had the Coen Brothers class, and he would oh, we uh, talked for like two classes Jeff about Jeff Adams, yeah, about the circular shapes and all the Coen Brothers movies and how it, uh, how because they always come full circle in one way or the other, and we spent like two or three classes on that. If you're listening, Professor Adams, I hope great teacher, I but hope you liked 
the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Yeah. I love the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I also, yes. I, I didn't love it. I liked it. I didn't love it, though. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, I love like, I feel like it's, it's, when you get to, when you have an anthology, you can't really be like, I like it, I love it. Like, mm-hmm. you got to split it up, you know? Yeah. I mean, I love the first three stories, but not as much as the latter. So one of my, uh, yeah. I don't know if it was just me. Like, I don't know if this is an intentional thing by the Coen Brothers, but I felt like it, it started pretty goofy and positive and then just slowly got more cripplingly depressing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I gave up on the Coen Brothers for a while what? because Hail Caesar. I love Hail Caesar. Pissed me off. <laughs> I, love, I hate love, it. Love Hail Caesar. I hate it every minute of it. I will never see that movie again. Oh, so okay. And, uh, you know, when they did Ballad of Buster Scruggs, I was like, okay, all right, you brought me back. You brought me back. Don't betray my trust again, Coen yeah. Brothers. Right. Yeah, Tra- Netflix, uh, you know, is a savior sometimes. You know, they, yeah. they've brought a lot of stuff back from the dead. They've they've allowed directors to sort of explore new avenues and, you know, without all the studio mm-hmm. nonsense. What was your favorite uh, part of the anthology? Like, either one of you guys? Uh, the girl Well, Jessica, rattled. did you see it? We Jessica's, watched the first one. Yeah, you saw the first one. I watched one. the first one because he watched it when I was asleep one night. Because oh. <laughs> um, I guess you found it, like you were, you're surfing through Netflix, checking mm-hmm. out things, and you found it. And um, so he watched the whole thing, and then he went back, and he's like, "I want you to see this." And I just watched the first one. And I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's the only one that I think that we so. watched so far. Yeah, or I, I watched. I think my for the first two would be my favorites. Just they're they're pretty short. Buster they're, Scruggs and then the James Franco one. Yes. Yeah. The J- girl who got rattled. That was my least favorite. It was is that the wagon ride one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that was my least favorite. Why, why'd you like that one? I just, the ending kind of threw, threw throws a curveball at you. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't necessarily like depressing stuff. It's just that I uh, felt like it was like a real, a right. real emotional story. Mm-hmm. I was really invested in those characters in such a short time. And then it felt like the longer one, too, I guess. Maybe yeah. the Liam Neeson yeah. one was probably on par with it. But yeah. But I did like the James Franco one where it's it was really funny with the pan pan man pan man great scene. The Liam Neeson one was strange. Yeah, yeah. although uh, that one is was pretty powerful at times. So I, I like yeah. that one. A that lot. one was also pretty depressing. It was messed yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I loved the prospector one. Oh, 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 yeah. oh no that that was my favorite. That's I'd my favorite one. I've forgotten about that. That one was really good. That so was good. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, I, you got a new uh, that new movie coming out with that guy uh, that's playing that played the prospector. And I didn't see it, but it's the movie that you teased with um, the prospect, prospector. He's in that new movie of yours with Iggy Pop and all those other people. The Jim Jarmusch. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm so excited oh, yeah. for that. The I zombie love film. Yeah. Jim Jarmusch films. They're so weird. Do, do you like Patterson? Yeah, I like Patterson. Yeah. Oh yeah, what is that? It's gonna be. Oh, I heard the name of it. Something because I remember seeing something that was like. This the crazy concept, and then it was like Jim Jarmusch, and yeah, I was like, I can't believe he's attached to that. Like, yeah. it's, that's wild. It's gonna be a lot of people in it's that like film, like, but it's his usual like, yeah, yeah people that he works with, and it's like um, Bill Murray. I think he said it was hilarious. And, oh, it's a zombie film. Yeah, it's it? a zombie mm-hmm. film. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's got Tom Waits. (laughs) Tom Waits is the prospector. Is that who it is? Okay. Okay, cool. I like Tom Waits. I like, I just knew of him through music, of course. And then, um, then I started seeing like, you know, he's a lot of times with Jim Jarmusch and stuff like that. And I, I think that when he does films, I was telling Sky about him, that his, he does very good 
narratives. Yeah. And the story is almost like the second part of it. You're just listening to these people like in coffee and cigarettes. You're just tied up in the story and, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's odd. Did you like dead man with Johnny Depp? I saw that a long time ago and I did like it. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. And then Patterson would be, and then, uh, only lovers left alive. Did he do that? Yeah. Oh, I love only lovers left alive. I believe that dead man is, isn't that, isn't that uh, what people were saying was was basically the like the Revenant was basically that that plot? Or I haven't seen the Revenant, so I'm <sighs> um, not missing anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, he is. I guess he kind of is left. Is he like left for dead, and then a Native American man comes along and puts him in a sweat lodge and saves him, just like uh, the Revenant? It is a little bit, but it's way less mm-hmm. crazy than the Revenant. So, yeah. but I, I guess in a way, yeah, it does. Um, that's but CGI bear attack in the Revenant. Great scene. Great scene. scene. Yeah. Wasn't that uh what's his name? Didn't uh the director? Gollum guy play the bear? No. No. No, it's just some guy, some other guy in a big suit. Oh. Yeah. So I remember me. seeing some behind the scenes, <laughs> the guy in the mocap suit just on Leonardo DiCaprio oh, yeah. swinging him around. Yeah, it must have been interesting to film that. So yeah. you know. <laughs> but uh all right, well, should we jump into The Mummy? Oh, if we have to. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, well, it. yeah, let's get into our retro review of The Mummy from 2017. And we have a clip for this one as well. So take a listen. You will become Seth. The world will fall to your desire. You will have power of life over death. And you will have me. I will be your queen. Just give in. Nick. Nick, wake up. Wake up. They will kill you, just as they killed my chosen before you. Okay, so The Mummy was released in 2017, as we said, and stars Tom Cruise, Sophia Patella, Russell Crowe, Annabelle Wallace, Jake Johnson. Um, might be about it. And the synopsis is an ancient Egyptian princess is awakened from her crypt beneath the desert, bringing with her malevolence grown over millennia and terrors that defy human comprehension. That's quite the uh, synopsis. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so this one was supposed to kick off the quote-unquote dark universe, and there's Which the logo. I, I hear is coming back. I hear it's, I hear it's dead. I hear, I hear they're making a revival. They're, t- they're repairing it. You know, the Invisible Man is it's now the Invisible Woman, and it's, it's right. coming out. Yeah, but it's, that's, it's being done by Blumhouse, though, not yeah, Universal. Yeah, but I... Uh, I, mean, I don't know. I just read something that they were still attaching the the dark universe moniker. Oh, are they? Okay. The, yeah. Well, yeah. So this one was supposed to kick off the kind of big blockbuster 
universe for Universal with all the classic monsters like Dracula and the Invincible Man, but it did pretty poor critically and then didn't make a ton of money. I guess it made a decent amount, but not enough to really warrant a sequel. Yeah, it that, says uh, it. Um, it says it made four hundred and ten million. Oh well, but with all the marketing sales. and all that stuff, that apparently it had a, a loss of ninety five million. What's the budget on that thing? A budget of one hundred and twenty five to one hundred ninety five million estimated. That's a chunk of change. This uh, this movie came out during that very short lived period of time when everyone wanted a cinematic universe. I think they still want that. Yeah, sadly, it's just slow, slow going. You know, we got that Chronicles of Riddick. Cinematic Universe coming. Do we? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Is yeah. Vin Diesel playing Riddick? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then uh, there was some... Well, we got the Fast and Furious universe. One. We got Hobbs and Shaw coming out later this year. Apparently, that film may actually derail the entire franchise. Yes. I, hope, I hope so. Because yeah, there were... Uh, <laughs> they're good movies. <laughs> there were yeah, movies they're that... Fun. Uh, there were movies that were cinematic universes before cinematic universes were a thing. You know, like Which Fast, is the classic monsters. Fast and Furious. It's kind of like that. I was so excited for the dark universe when I heard about it. I was I'm, too. I'm really into the that kind of film and I just really am disappointed that this movie single-handedly <laughs> killed that possibility. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, yeah, so I guess on, on this one in particular, we do have some varying opinions. Mm-hmm. So... I guess we already. Why don't you tell me why you like it? Okay, so uh, (laughs) let me build you a narrative here, Sky. Okay. 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 So when I first saw it, I think this might be, and I think you're a fan of this movie, the uh, King Arthur Legend of the Sword. You saw that? Oh, the Guy Ritchie movie. movie When I saw that, absolutely hated it. Really? Beyond belief. But when I've rewatched it, I love it now. I thought it was fun. What about that scene when he activates Excalibur? It's crazy. Yeah. Jude Law. Oh yeah, playing some sort of demon. Or I something. love the uh, the serpent people, the Medusa or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's good some stuff. good stuff to like about it. It's oh, not a good film. I mean, it's Guy Ritchie, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he's doing Aladdin, man. You must be pumped. You're oh the, my god. Man, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so when I saw this, was not crazy about it. Didn't didn't hate it, but just talking about the mummy. Yes. Yes. And you're gonna relate this to King Arthur. Yes. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank go, you for clarifying. For so, <laughs> um, but yeah, so when it came out, it wasn't crazy about it, but something just because I like to give movies the benefit of the doubt and I picked up the Blu-ray for some reason, popped it in and, uh, you know, I was like, actually, hey, this is fun. Tom Cruise is a genius. He's he's funny. For you some know? reason. Have you seen some of the Blu-rays you have around here? You just kind of pick up things for the... What are you, know, you trying to say? For Jacob? the laughs. <laughs> you have a problem. <laughs> no, um, this is an intervention. Yes. Um, no, but I mean, I, I, me. I completely see why, again, with like Venom, people crushed it. It's so clearly trying to be Marvel in terms oh, of Cruise the cinematic universe. Yeah. Um, but I really like Sofia Patella in it. And I like the design of the mummy. I, I just, I don't, I find it very watchable. I don't know. It's... I mean, there are things I could you could pick it apart for days, but I don't know. I I, I don't mind it. I, although one, the worst part about it is Jake Johnson. Yeah, that character well, is brutal. Don't say that. Do you like him in this? Jake, I love Jake Johnson. I, I don't mind. I was it. hoping for more of him. Yeah. Oh, see, I wanted him to be like the little silly sidekick that lived instead of like haunted him. Jake Johnson's role is to replicate an American werewolf in London. Or Paris, yeah. Huh, yeah. 
Um, I was saying Paris because it was almost like a comedy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, but it's more so the character again, not not as much him, but I, I, every time that character, like his, just the look of him, like when he's undead, it's just not very good. A lot of the look of the people and characters were not good. I yeah. thought it felt like a movie um, that was probably 20 years old versus two. Mm. And I thought that was my main takeaway from the movie was the CGI was terrible mm. for that big of a film. Yeah, sure. You know, I recorded this movie <laughs> on my DVR and I sat down and I attempted to watch it five times. Wow. And each time I would watch 10 to 15 minutes. Mm. So over the course of five watches, I finally finished it. And it is awful. Mm. It is such a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, so what? What's let's lay it down here. So what's the? What are the issues you have with it? The big issues. Everything. Everything. I like that. Um, it's it's like they wanted to be fun. They wanted to be campy, but they also wanted to kind of take it seriously. I agree. It's very much in the middle. It's in the middle, so. and they just needed to commit. You know, like yeah. the first Mummy with Brendan Fraser in 1999. I love that film. Hmm. Because they fully understand this is silly. This one, they were like, well, we're going to kind of be serious. You know, when Russell Crowe became, you know, uh, Dr. Hyde, Mm -hmm. uh, I was like, that could have been really cool. You could have been like all over the place, silly and just, you know, but they didn't. It felt like they were trying to be serious. And this was like a very tense, horrific moment. I was like, it's not working for me. Hmm. It's just Russell Crowe and he took steroids. (laughs) Right. Like they didn't even make him green or anything like that that could have been cool with Dr. Hyde, you know, a physical transformation. And he has to announce his transformation too. Right. Which you got to announce me. it, Jessica. <laughs> you know, it, it, if you're going to transform, you got to say it. It was more subtle than, you know, like um, the beast in Split. Hmm. You know, it was more subtle than that. And I'm just like, okay, in my opinion, you know, it, it, the beast was more of Dr. Hyde than Dr. Sure. Hyde was. Sure. Like, you know... And it just, it was fine. Yeah. No, it's not fine. It's, it's, it's awful. Not. Don't ever watch this movie, but whoever's see, listening. I agree that it's very much in the middle, but I don't think there's anything that's offensively wrong with it. Really? No. Aside from Jake Johnson's character. <laughs> I, I think that the dialogue, not great dialogue, but most Marvel movies don't have great dialogue. Who is the uh, the leading actress in this film? Sophia Patella. Hated her. What? Absolutely. Are you kidding? This spies. She looked like she didn't want to be there. I, I'm not on board with you at all. There I'm, was you know, there was no commitment to this at all, all for her. Would Brit. you like her in Kingsman? She was in Kingsman. She was. In, yeah. Do you see Star Trek Beyond? No, I haven't. Wait, King, yes, she I have. Was, uh, She's the um the uh girl who's like has the the white face. She it's like blue and white striped. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, that's yeah. her. She had the knife legs in Kingsman. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I'm sure she's fine. In this, she was not fine. Wasn't really? Was she in um, that movie that you had me watch with Charlize Theron? That, um, oh, Atomic Blonde? Yes. yes. You're talking about the mummy, though. I'm not talking about the actual mummy. I'm talking about, oh, talking I'm about sorry, the, the, the love act, the, 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 the love, um, oh, oh she was an the romantic Anna? lead. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah, not, no, 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 not Atomic Blonde Girl. And Annabelle Wallace. Yes. Is, yeah, she's in Peaky Her. Blinders. Yes, I agree. She looked like she didn't want to be. She looked like she didn't want to be there. Yeah. Now, the other girl that played the mummy, uh, Sophia. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. She's a, she's, <sighs> she's a treat. <sighs> you had me worried there, Scott. No, no, you had no, no, me worried. No, 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 no. As soon as you said Kingsman with the knife legs, I was like, we're talking about the wrong person here. Yeah, but yeah, she's in. Um, oh, so you, you. You thought we were talking about someone else. I was talking about the romantic lead. Yeah, uh, the, the forced blonde. love the story blonde. that I hated. Yes, um, I, I agree. That is that I didn't is not like great. Okay, well we dodged a bullet. There. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
Um, no, she was fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I agree. That whole story is just lame. Yeah. And it's not even the story. It's just her. Like, she was bad. Yeah. Which is, eh. Wait, so who is yeah, who is that actress? Um, she, Annabelle Wallace. She's in Peaky Blinders. Oh, and yeah. I think she's been in maybe one or two big films recently. Because I... Um, I didn't get a chance to rewatch The Mummy recently, but it's pretty fresh in my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, she's the blonde in it. Um, like her acting was very similar to what I would have expected in like uh, the sequel to Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Uh, you know, like <laughs> late nineties, right? Like it's on par with that. Like it was just, it was not great. I just didn't. The movie didn't need a romance. No. You know? Well, I mean, I mean, because there is the romance with Tom and Sophia, but um, I mean, yeah, that was cool. Yeah. I like that kind of being like a sick kind of, you know, like you should join me and we'll be forever, yeah. you know, together. That's cool. But I didn't need the other. Yeah, I felt like she was just put in there to kind of force this other aspect of right. a love interest kind of push and pull kind of effect with him. And mm-hmm. I didn't like it. I don't like forced love stories at all. Yeah. And I saw that when she first walked up and they kind of alluded to the fact that they had something. You know, Going like, on. Oh, here we go. Here comes this bitch over here. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> What I wanted and what I needed for this movie to be good for me is more Tom Cruise getting smacked around. Yeah, because that was great. Oh yeah, like I, we're like we were saying uh, off air. I love it when he's chase or going towards the mummy and Annabelle Wallace is like, "Get her, Tom!" And he, it's so goofy. He just goes flying off screen. Yeah, great um, stuff. But I mean, in terms of action, I do love the plane sequence. Yeah, I love that, and I also like the scene where they're running. I guess it's in a library or something or a museum and all the glasses shattering as they're they're going. That I like that. I thought was cool. Yeah. yeah I there like are that. things to like about it. Yeah. For sure. But overall, I mean, it was just gosh. I can't wait to rate this film. Mm. I'm I'm dying to know. <laughs> uh well, well Jacob, so what's what stuff you like about it since you're also a fan? Uh I was just looking up my my old letterboxed review for this movie just to, just to see what I said. And I believe all I said was this movie is a comedy. I agree. And uh, a good one yeah. at that. You know, I feel like the uh, the good comedy parts kind of outweigh the bad, serious parts. Yeah. And I want to talk about the actors first. I love Jake Johnson. I love Tom Cruise. Uh, Jake Johnson, I feel, has come a long way. He pretty much is most well-known for being on New Girl, mm-hmm. probably. And um, he's in Tag, which is great. And I think the for if you want to say like a, I mean, he's been in a lot, but uh, his first like good serious, but also kind of comedic role was Spider Man actually, you know, in uh, Into the Spider Verse. Oh yeah, he was lead Spider Man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I agree that he's not the best in this movie. I wanted more. But of um, him. yeah. Sometimes my love for an actor kind of. Oh yeah. Sure. I hope it go down easier, you know. But uh, and uh, I do, I do love Tom Cruise. I that do too. man is an American hero. Yeah, he's crazy, an icon. He wants to die so badly, <laughs> but uh, he wants to do it in a spectacular fashion. Yeah, in a movie, he won't go any other way. Yeah, you it's know, kind of uh, like his own Mission Impossible. Yeah, very. He yeah, keeps that, trying to die, but it's impossible. Mm-hmm. Fallout was. Fantastic! Great. I love oh yeah, the Mission Impossible. Oh yeah, you know. Did you know? Um, he, I believe he he did two hundred hours of skydiving to prepare for that one scene hmm. where they're halo dropping. And uh, my favorite scene. He 
he made Henry Cavill really sad because he's like, I want to do it with a stunt double and not you because you're too heavy and you might kill yourself <laughs> hmm. if you try and Halo jump out of this plane. What? Henry Just... Cavill's a big burly man. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, he um, broke his leg doing that. Anyway, yeah, he's a crazy man. I love him in everything. So, yeah. Uh, What's your favorite Tom Cruise role? <sighs> uh, probably Tropic Thunder. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's a good one. That's Probably our boy, Ethan. Ethan. Mission Impossible. Oh, Mission Impossible, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what movie is this? <laughs> um, I, I mean, I do love him in Tropic Thunder, but... Uh, <coughs> hmm. that's, a, that's a good question. I didn't even realize it was him until the credits rolled. Oh, really? Yeah, and I was like, wait, what? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny. He kind of looks like a weird Paul Giamatti. Yeah. That's great. What about <laughs> you? Um, I'm not a Tom Cruise fan <sighs> at all, but I liked Vanilla Sky. Oh, okay. He's a Scientologist. Yeah. So yeah I think that's like what that takes him. me away from him was, you know, we all know about his crazy period where he just like lost his crap and like went on all these Jump, shows. Jumping on the couch. Jumping on couches oh, yeah. and saying weird things. <laughs> and, and I think that's kind of made me not look at him the same since then. I'm like, this dude is legit insane. Like mm-hmm. he's he's got problems and he might be a great actor, but I can't put that image of him out of my mind when I see him in these kind of roles. I'm like, he's right. kind of loony. And you know what's um, what's crazy to me is the woman that plays his ex-wife or whatever in, in Mission Impossible looks exactly like Katie Holmes. It looks so similar. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah if I know you look you at it like side Michelle by side. Monahan. Yeah. Michelle yeah Monahan. Right. I thought it was Katie Holmes for the longest time. Hmm. I was like, why is she playing his ex-wife? She is his ex-wife. What are you doing, Katie? You know, What are you doing that are for? They, they might, are they together? I don't know. What are you oh. doing out of that room? I'll let you in, Katie. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, she's great in, in Go. Oh, uh, you go. And she's in uh, Batman Begins, right? Yeah. Katie Holmes? Yeah. yeah. Getting way off track. It's okay. <laughs> no, uh, but um, for me, yeah. what really put me on the map with Tom Cruise, and you know, it's it's one of his earlier films, but it was uh, when he played Lestat in oh, Interview yeah. with the Vampire. He oh, killed yeah. it. Yeah, you I know. love him in Rain Man as well. Yeah. Oh, I love Rain Man. Brad, yeah, Brad, Risky Business. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Top Brad Gun. Pitt was also in, in Interview with the Vampire. Yeah. yeah. Antonio Banderas. Yeah, he's he's my favorite actor. Brad Pitt. Okay. Yeah, Brad Pitt, favorite actor. Kristen Stewart, favorite actor. Well, man, you must be stoked for uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, uh, I think we we'll leave you as I was commenting on your on your status that uh, I Quentin Tarantino fell out of my good graces for a little while, but I oh yeah oh yeah you don't like the hateful eight right? No, uh, wow. so I I kind of feel like this. <laughs> I feel like I have to see this movie though because the cast is just so great. Yeah, it just also sounds like wild. It's like a, an actor and his stunt double living next door to Roman Polanski and Sharon Tate. What a weird, mm. what a weird thing. Mm. It's going to be something. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Well, uh, well, why don't you, I mean, I don't love The Hateful Eight, but why don't you, why don't you like it? <laughs> All right. You know, talking about The Hateful Eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm also after, curious. After I saw the movie, uh, I was with a friend. And he's a huge Tarantino fan and a huge just movie fan in general. He introduced me to a lot of strange foreign films and other things. He hated it. So, you know, that didn't really inform my decision. I hated it all on my own. <laughs> but uh, but he, he sent me this, this essay that someone had written about Quentin Tarantino 
and why The Hateful Eight was like the worst movie he's ever made. And um, I kind of agreed with a lot of what I saw in it. Like, it it kind of feels like a movie that he made as like a tantrum and it kind of like lost his mind and he wanted to sh- prove to people that he he was still a great director and that he could do all these crazy, impressive things uh, while still being his good old, you know, problematic self. Hmm. So, I mean, I, I like the movie, but I, I would agree it's towards the bottom of his filmography for me personally. And it's just, he just does a lot of strange off-putting things like, you know, the intermission and then you get back and he's like narrating his own movie. And oh, that was a little off, yeah. The, well, the whole scene with Samuel L. Jackson and the, the dude's son. Oh, yeah. Out there. Well, what what do y'all think? I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. You guys are wrong. I, I mean, I, 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 it's probably like a four out of five for me. I like it. It's but probably like a, I, I think my, my main issue with it is I think the characters, there aren't anyone or there isn't anyone who is nearly as memorable as the majority of his characters in past films. Like, I, I can't remember anyone's names at this point. I, I don't, I don't think there's even that much, many lines. The, uh, the actors, you know, cause he, he's used all of them before. I think right. most of them anyway. And, and then also I, I think that it just takes a long time to get to a point that is not that interesting. To I mean, I agree. The third the third act that we were talking about last week, it gets crazy. I love the gore and stuff, but in terms of the actual resolution of the film, I feel like that's it. It, it didn't need to be three hours to get to that point. But to it me. did because he was proving something to everyone, right? And so, and what was it shot? I on? It was Seventy millimeter. It, it looks millimeter? great. I think it looks great. Is that what it was? Seventy millimeter. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was weird to me too because he he was like shooting a, a film on seventy millimeter film, and there were hardly any outdoor scenes. Just hey, I mean, I could have used more of that, but inside. I, I, I didn't. I, I did like the look of the movie, but Sky, I love it. <laughs> I love everything Quentin Tarantino does, though, yeah. except for maybe um, Jackie Brown and yeah, Four well, Rooms. I didn't really care too much for Four Rooms, but uh, everything else I have loved, and for me. Um, I liked it more than I liked Django Unchained. Oh, okay. And that's really? only because I don't, I'm not a big Jamie Foxx fan. Mm. Um, you know, uh, but I thought everything else, Christoph Waltz, um, Samuel L. Jackson, Leonardo DiCaprio, they were all great, but I'm just not a big Jamie Foxx fan. Mm. And um, so, I mean, I mean, I understand why people may not like it. You know, it's definitely a talker. It's very reminiscent to his Reservoir, Del- Reservoir Dogs days. Um but for me, that's what I also really loved about it. He went back to his roots and, you know, I, I love it. Mm-hmm. And even if, you know, people might be like, oh, he's, he's conceited. He, he puts himself into his own movies and stuff like that. I'm like, you know what? The dude's earned it. Mm-hmm. He is one of the most prolific filmmakers of our generation. And uh, I, it'll be a shame when he stops making films. I agree. Which he said he was going to do, but then... He well, well like, he says I hope he, he doesn't. He stop. says he's doing ten, and so he has one more after this. I think he said that before. before. That, he said he was doing eight. Yeah, he said eight first. Okay. That's why when Hateful Eight came out, I was like, "Oh no, this is it." Hateful Eight, the eighth film by Quentin Tarantino. And then, uh, you know, the rest of it, I was like, I mean, I really, I don't think he's going to stop. I think he wants to stop, you know, because he wants to just settle down and build a theater and do his own thing. But I don't think it'll happen. I hope it doesn't happen. Tarantino, please don't stop making films. We still need Kill Bill three. We don't. I don't Bill's think he'll dead. ever stop because I feel like with him he needs validation. 
So he's gonna have he's gonna keep making films for validation for himself. He does. He does. See, that's and that's my biggest problem with the Hateful Eight is that Quentin Tarantino is a toddler. <laughs> you know, he he became one. You know, because I love his early stuff. You yeah. know, but the media bashed him and the audiences bashed him, and you know he. He was called out for all these different things, some deserved, some undeserved. And eventually he just sort of lost his mind and he was like, you know what? It's kind of like M. Night Shyamalan's Lady in the Water. Love Lady in the Water. I actually like that. It's different. It's just like, but but I'm just (laughs) saying that that movie is M. Night Shyamalan's way of saying like, I've got something to prove. And Quentin Tarantino's hateful way is I've got something to prove. I don't think so, man. I think, you know, Tarantino knows that he has this legacy. He knows that he's being, you know, replicated. He's, he's, there are so many filmmakers now who are very influenced by his work. And I think, you know, he has nothing left to prove. I think if he wants to make a film, it's very similar to the Coen brothers where they're making films for themselves. Mm -hmm. They're like, we don't care if you see this. They've always said that, yeah, you know, they, you know, they and I feel like that. Tarantino is the exact same way. I would compare Tarantino to the Coen brothers in that regard. Sure. They're making films to make films. Mm-hmm. They both say that they make films that they would want to go to the theater and see. Yeah. Not, they don't make films for other people. I think the only film, you know, that people have heard, you know, I've heard people say they didn't like The Hateful Eight, but the other one would probably be Death Proof. And I like, I, like I love Death Proof. Yeah. yeah, Death Proof's great. You know, and uh, so I really, I don't think he gives a damn what anyone else thinks. No. As long as he's making the films that he wants to make, he's happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, The Mummy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can do an entire podcast <laughs> yeah. on Tarantino, yeah. and I think that would be a blast. That would be fun. Um, well, The Mummy's trash, though. Okay. <laughs> I, I watched it what Great. was it Wednesday when I found out we were going to be talking about it and I hadn't seen it because the reason I hadn't seen it was because um, one of my friends she goes she goes to the movies to watch action films that's her thing mm-hmm. she loves that and you know she's always like you can come with me if you want but I don't think this is your kind of movie she watched it and she even hated it mm. and she can sit through some pretty bad movies <laughs> and she's like you know I wanted to walk out of that movie and so she's like, don't watch it. So I stayed away from it. And then when I found out there was no more dark universe, I was like, well, then it's got to be really bad. So I watched it Wednesday and it didn't hold my attention. Like I had to make myself watch it because we tried to watch it a few months so ago and we were like uh, 15, 20 minutes into it. And we we're like, no, we're done. Mm. This is it for now. This is bad. Let's watch something else. But um, it did not hold my attention. The story to me wasn't interesting. Um, and... Once again, I'm not a Tom Cruise fan because I keep thinking Scientology and crazy. <laughs> and and it just, it was, it tried to take itself too seriously, I think, without actually being serious. It was, mm. and the CGI, I think, was what what bothered me the most. Like when um, the zombies are out, you know, there are zombies in an alleyway. I was like, they look crappy. And when the mummy girl is like standing there and she's like draining people and, the CGI on her when she's draining people and she's kind of slowly mm. getting back to life was just bad. And then when they would show her close up of her face, it's just so much CGI. With that, I think that they could have just gone less mm-hmm. and not made it so distracting where you're like, that's really not effective CGI. Right. It's almost like they had no idea like what a horror action adventure film was. Probably. It's like they've never seen one before. And they were just like, okay, well, let's just re- let's invent this formula. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, you don't have to. Like, you can study, you can see horror films, you can see action films, you know. And 
you can play off of those. But they mm. were like, no, let's just start from scratch. Yeah, I didn't get a sense of it. Knew what it wanted to be. I sure. thought it was I, cool that he got the powers in the end, but was able to control them. Mm. So I felt like he's kind of a superhero after that because he didn't he didn't get turned to the dark side or whatever. Yeah. Did y'all? What did y'all think of the swimming uh, zombies? So, swimming undead mummies? Swimming or, undead mummies? Yeah. No. Wasn't bad. <laughs> I actually have like this irrational fear of like dark water, like where you can't see underneath you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anytime oh, yeah. that something is yeah. attacking people in the water, I just kind of get a little uncomfortable. Mm. Um, I also have an irrational fear of being stranded in, in water, right? Being underwater. You it's don't know a, what's it's, down there. It's a creepy place, and I wish they would have capitalized on that more, mm-hmm. you know, but they didn't. Yeah. What about the scene where she like, is in the street and she like blows like it's like sand. It's like a sandstorm. Yeah, that was, that was cool. Trailer. Yeah, that yeah. was cool. I mean, I just uh, overall just doesn't do it for you. You know, I think it would have been better if uh, his romantic interest would have just died. But he like he brings her back and then he hides off in the shadows like, like a little emo kid. Don't <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> yeah, I'm hideous and I'm just like yeah. Tom, Tom Cruise. I, I would agree. The third act is my. By far, my least favorite part of the film, yeah. Yeah. especially since it's just in dark darkness, you know. Yeah. So I didn't like Russell Crowe in the characters yeah. Yeah. that he played. Um, I didn't see the real point of him at all mm-hmm. in that film. Well, he, uh, I think if the dark universe was a thing, it, he was gonna be he was gonna branch out and do something. He was gonna, he, he was be, gonna be like Samuel L. Jackson and Marvel, yeah, kind of bring them all together. Yeah, You'd probably get like a, a dark universe Avengers. Would love to see that. Yeah, and you can tell by the ending of the film that they were planning a oh, sequel, and that's totally. gone. Yeah, uh, sadly. You know, like what's so great about Russell Crowe? That what's that? Is he wants to do a Gladiator two, mm-hmm. and I am on board for this film. Have you heard about Gladiator two? I heard about it. Yes, I it like eighty doing that. I know, I know, but the thing is, is that it sounds so ridiculous. Because do you know the plot of what he pitched? Mm-mm. So he gets like brought back, you know, by the gods, essentially. Perfect. Great. Right on board. Nothing like the first one already. Yeah. Uh, but he gets like, you know, sent on a mission. And he's like, you have to go kill these people. And if you kill these people, then you have to kill this other person. And then we'll give you your family back. And he's like, great. <laughs> so he goes and he, he gets sent back in time to kill these people. And he kills them. And then he goes and kills this other person. And that other person... Turns out to be Jesus. He has to kill Jesus. What? Mm. This is real. Like he pitched this, is and it was going to be done by Nick Cave. Oh god! It was going to be written by Nick Cave. I like Nick Cave. Um, I like his love his scores. Nick this Cave. sounds N- Nick Cave. Yeah, this, <laughs> Please no. Let's get it written by <laughs> Nick Cave. That would be a wild movie. Yes. I would. I would prefer that. Yeah. But no, that sounds really weird. Although he, although Nick Cave did write uh, Lawless, and he also wrote The Proposition, I believe. Those I, like I didn't see Lawless. It's good. I hate Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, he, he'll oh, kill okay. a lot of things. <laughs> you hate Shia LaBeouf. I hate Shia LaBeouf. Even, even post, post-Transformers. I love Shia LaBeouf. I like him. The only film I've ever liked Shia LaBeouf in is Constantine, and that's because he gets like destroyed. Oh. I think he knows what he's doing. I would hope so. <laughs> I compare him to Jesse Eisenberg, and I've only liked like I one love Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg. I like Shia LaBeouf Sky, more than Jesse Eisenberg. To... Wow! Wow! No, see, We're I, clashing too much. I, I agree. Jesse Eisenberg is hit and miss. I love him in Social Network. Social don't, Network's great. Don't love him in um, 
I give credit to Fincher though for Social Network as sure. him being likable. Jesse Eisenberg and Kristen Stewart have really good chemistry. Every movie they've been in together, I like. I like them together in uh, what's the Woody Allen one? Cafe Society. Uh, Cafe I like Society, them. I like them in that together. Adventure yeah. Land. Yeah. Uh, American Ultra. I hate Kristen Stewart. Yeah. I was oh my ask gosh. You, what is it about oh her <laughs> that you like? Because I think Jacob's she's one of the worst actresses. Keep explaining myself today. Yeah. yeah. You need to come with. <laughs> we'll see. It no. We'll see. I'm. I'm on board with Jacob. I. I think. Uh, I was because I was mentioning last week that I watched Twilight, the first one, for the first time. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I agree that she's given some really good performances post that, and so I, I, I like her a lot. But Kristen Stewart, I think a lot of people were ruined on her in Twilight. Mm-hmm. She, her, and Robert Pattinson were given a huge disservice with Twilight. They were their careers were ruined by those movies, and like those movies are watchable, but uh, they're they're. That that's when you say Kristen Stewart, everyone's like, "Oh, it's Twilight. Right. Yeah. She's terrible." But like, if you look at everything she did before and everything she did after, I think she just really grew into this really powerful actress. I would agree. Like you look at uh, what's the movie, the Clouds of Oh, Sils Maria. Maria. Yeah, she's great in that. Yeah, yeah, she's 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 got a, like a uh, a soft sincerity about her and like a. You can tell she really cares about what she's doing, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I just really like her presence on yeah, screen. I do too. It's just like, it's just. Have yeah. you seen Personal Shopper by that? Yeah. Same. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. I've seen everything. Yeah. I've seen <laughs> everything, <it all>. man. <laughs> I've seen it all. You know, um, I, um, I really like her in Certain Women. She's in Certain Women. I, I still, I, yeah, I do want to yeah, see that. Yeah. And yeah. she's, yeah, I don't, I just. I feel like she grew a lot from Twilight mm-hmm. and uh, her acting in Twilight. What I guess what people don't realize is, is she does a great job representing the character from the book. Cause she was written in exactly that way. In yeah, the book. It's not a strong character at all. And, but also Kristen Stewart just kind of has that sort of demeanor about her. Like that, like her, her delivery and her presence are kind of just that sort of, soft emotional but still kind of deadpan thing mm-hmm. and uh i just think it's it's really soulful yeah I and I, I did really like her in cafe society i thought she was great in the, the woody allen so i love her but if you go uh if you want to see kristen stewart being a little more lively <laughs> Adventureland is a great movie oh yeah i, I like that movie yeah and yeah. i didn't mind her in that i think that's one of the first movies i've seen with her where i didn't really mind her and it distracted me from the fact that it was her that i've had these like N- not connecting moments with her in films. Yeah. So. And she's going to be in the new Charlie's Angels. I I, I saw she's, that. Yeah. Looks great. Wait, so how did we get off? What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> I talking about Kristen Stewart, Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, right. Uh, oh, Shia LaBeouf was somewhere. Shia LaBeouf. Right. That's yeah. where we, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what a ride. Yeah. Oh, and then Gladiator, <laughs> Russell Crowe. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Gladiator too. I, yeah. I would, he's been trying to get me to see Gladiator. I have not seen it. But I would watch that gladiator that he wants to make because that seems insane. Yeah. yeah. And See, I would like to get drunk and watch it. Yeah. I, I love historical epics. I do not love gladiator though. You need to shut yeah. up. I, I, I like <laughs> the, I like, I like the, I know, I, I, I like it. I, I like the director's cut of Kingdom of Heaven more than that in terms <laughs> of Ridley Scott. I was like a, a weird kid and I, I just watched gladiator all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's cool. I watched gladiator and, uh, so good. The Ten Commandments. Just oh, yeah, time. man. Great film. 
What what is it that you don't like about Gladiator? I know you say you like it. But okay, you so don't like it. Maybe like, it's just that I got maybe to it, it does a little. Drag. Uh, I, I think I think it's, and I, I again it may just be, I got I got to it a little too late. I do find it to be pretty slow. I think that Walking Phoenix. While I love Walking Phoenix, kind of post fake retirement, I don't think he his acting is great in this. It's my favorite role, and I think his. I think some of the writing is not great either. Oh, and God, so I, I like again, like, it's, it's like a four out of five. I, I don't I, I like it. It's it just had so many Oscar nominations. Like I, it's a near perfect film. But so did uh, the artist. I never saw the artist. You don't need to. I don't think so. Let's <laughs> stay clear. Um, no, and but I mean again, I, I love I love the the action. I like some of certain sections of it, but um, it, it's not one of my favorite Ridley Scott films. And I I do like the director's about, cut um, of Kingdom of, he- of Heaven more. What about um? I like Robin. Hood. Yeah. <laughs> what about um? Oh God. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, uh, what's that Ridley Scott movie? A counselor. <laughs> no. Uh, the one about the gods. Oh, Exodus, Gods and Kings. I yeah. I, I don't I don't love yeah. that movie. <coughs> um, it it looks great. That's another movie I wanted to see because it just looked so insane. Mm-hmm. It looks great, but it's it's not a great movie. My approach to movies, and probably why I like The Mummy so much and some other movies that people would consider not very good, like my super psycho Sweet 16, um, <laughs> is that I, I my approach to movies is like the scales of justice. Like I always weigh all of the bad movies I've seen and all of the good movies I've seen. You know, and, and uh, every movie I've seen, I've seen I'm like, does that deserve to be in some of the worst movies I've seen? Or did you know? And if it doesn't, it goes in the good pile. <laughs> what, what are you looking at, Sky? The s- the sequel, the pitch sequel oh. to it Gladiator Two. Um, crazy. Yeah, um, but no, yeah, that's well, that's because cool there way. have been some bad movies. Oh yeah. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I feel like uh, you know, when you get a movie like The Mummy coming along, it does it a disservice to to say that it's it's an awful awful movie. <laughs> it's an awful awful movie. <laughs> so was it? A remake of the original Mummies because I, I haven't seen any of those. It's just kind of a remake. But it did it's seem just a real, the same. From it's its own what thing. I remember seeing trailers. Re- reboot. Yeah, reboot. Remake. remake reboot. I don't know what it is. Sequel. Well, like I was talking about off air, it's like Dracula Untold was going to get dragged into it because they were like, "Well, we already have Dracula established. That's cool." Isn't like a. Uh, oh, never mind. You know, you're good. Well, yeah, uh, but they just abandoned it after this one was so bad. Yeah, because it seems to me like from what I remember seeing the original trailers for the the original mummies is it those were more fun, and this one seemed to be more dark and mm-hmm. kind of moody. Whereas the others, like we know this is weird, let's go along for the ride. And Brendan Fraser is the perfect vehicle for that because you can't take him seriously for mm-hmm. anything. No, yeah, he just finished doing George of the Jungle. Great, I who, love that movie. Who, oh yeah. Brendan Fraser? Yeah, Brendan yeah. Fraser. Who just finished doing a George of the Jungle movie? I think so, because it came out in 99, and I think George of the Jungle was like 98, maybe? Oh, oh I thought you meant like today, now. like he just... <laughs> yeah, no, he, he's doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> he's middle-aged. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I want more Brendan Fraser. He had kind of a rough career for a little while. Yeah, yeah he did but Crash, and I think that was Isn't he coming back? I think he is kind something? of... What something. is he in? He has a know. show, right? He has a show or oh, something. Oh, maybe. He will know. always live forever in that ride at Universal, where uh, we rode that in December. And I have you, to say, it was fun. It's a fun the ride. End of it, he's on that screen, and yeah. he's like, "Where's my coffee?" And where's my yeah. coffee? mummy he's hands screaming at him. Wow, yeah, that's I miss some, Brendan. That's Fraser. some of his best work. He's a different 
character. Mm-hmm. Seems like a strange dude. Furry vengeance. I love the first Mummy, and I love the Mummy Returns. It's been so long since I've seen the Mummy. Is there a third one? They're all on Netflix. Scorpion King so. happened, but not really. Okay. But I don't even there, think weren't Brendan there like also spinoffs of the Scorpion King? Oh, yeah. There's like five of them. Like the things. Scorpion King 2, Rise of the Scorpion. Isn't The Rock in that? Right. Uh, he's the in the first. Is, he is the Scorpion King. <laughs> but then after that, it like becomes like all this like UFC fighters. Like I think Great. Randy Couture was like one of them. Great. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um. Cool. Well, uh, anything, don't see this movie. Anything else about the movie? <laughs> don't see it. See it. Skip it. See mm. the movie. There, there are better things to watch, and time is limited when it comes to how much there is to watch. Yeah. Sky, time is limited on Earth. You know, you gotta take advantage of it and watch the Mummy. Don't watch, watch the better <laughs> television. You're saying don't watch the Mummy because that might be just a couple less hours you have to watch a good movie before you die. Yeah. That's exactly right. Watch yeah. the Mummy. There's so much good television and so many good movies. Don't yeah. do it. Don't waste your time. But you're never going to be real with yourself, guys. You're never going to watch them. So just watch The Mummy. Yeah, I don't it's watch It's going to stay on your list forever. I don't watch good movies. Someone's <laughs> going to say, hey, you need to see this new show. And you're going to say, I will do that. And then you'll never do it. Yeah. Instead, you should watch The Mummy. Yeah. Nah. Nah. No. 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 Well, nope. Well, we'll have to let the listeners decide for themselves. You know, we can't. We can only say. <laughs> It'll be interesting if people are like, hey. You know, one side was right, one side was wrong. Because yeah, I was very like surprised that you guys actually really, really enjoyed it. Because I was like, "Am I watching the same way?" Yeah. I mean, you I, it? I agree. It's kind of like he said for Venom. It is a good <coughs> pleasure. Like, I mean, I could yeah. I could pick it apart for hours, but oh, I disagree. I, I just think it's a good movie. That's really cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I they're all. Pro- I mean, I I do like Sofia Patella a lot in it. I think she kind of saves it. Well, what do you th- what do you think about the sexification of? Uh, her character. That was fine because, I mean, that was like Egyptian mythology. Mm. You know? True. I think that's fine. I know that was kind of a, something that people talked about when it mm. came out, but... We're in this interesting wave right now where, we, you know, we can't really, like, sexualize, you know, this, we can't do that. But it's like sometimes when it comes to mythology, especially, like, that's how it was. Mm. You know? Uh, Greeks. So. How, is, how else are you going to seduce somebody to do your dirty work? That's true. Yeah, she's like 5,000 years That's old. Cool. Yeah. yeah, she's going to have something going for her, a little crusty butt. There's an age cutoff limit, you know. You know but uh, <laughs> anything over 5,000, <laughs> no, I'm cutting yeah, it. Yeah, I wouldn't, uh, you know, I wouldn't say the movie is a guilty pleasure. You know? If you want an example okay. of a guilty pleasure for me, it's the Triple X Return of Xander Cage. Oh, I haven't, haven't seen that yet. It's Should great. I? It's wonderful. Good movie? It is amazing. <laughs> hmm. Amazing. Okay. It's incredible. Well, well, maybe we'll have to review that on the show, man. You know? <laughs> um, I'll watch it again. Is it on Netflix or anything? Or would I have to pay money for it? Is it? <laughs> That's the line. I don't know if it's on <laughs> Netflix, but uh, yeah. I think I got it from a Redbox. Oh, okay. Well, uh, all right. Well, uh, out of five stars for The Mummy, I'll go three and a half. Okay. Four. Four? One, because it was... <sighs> Boring. Yeah, one. I'm gonna give it a one. Oh, if I have to rate it, it'll be a one. Yeah, can we I go actually, a half? <laughs> we actually paid these two to come on the podcast <laughs> and give different different yeah. opinions. No, it's a really bad movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, I mean, if people like it, that's great. But it's just not my thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I had kept to... watching it unless we were gonna have to talk about. Oh yeah, it, it well, took me five times to watch. Well, thank that. you so much for committing. <laughs> thank you. Um, but all right. Well, cool. Uh, I guess we can move on. Um, any, I don't have any really news, news to talk about anything. Y'all want to mention any trailers, any, Ooh, 
um, what was that one I showed you? Brightburn just got yeah. released. Oh again. yeah, yeah. The new trailer is like an extended cut that James Gunn just released. Yeah, looks great. Yeah, Jacob, do you know about this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, looks pretty cool. It's almost too much though. Like I don't know if I wanted a three minute trailer. Yeah, like it revealed a lot. Mm-hmm. That's like every trailer these days. Though. Yeah, I know that's yeah. like a that's like a tired thing to say. Like everyone's like, oh, the trailers reveal everything, but I mean it's true. Yeah, I get so sick of. I just avoid what I haven't seen a single in-game trailer. I'm like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm not going to watch them. <laughs> it's a <You> virus. <laughs> like I am so hyped. Yeah. Like I just, I remember avoiding the trailers for Kong Skull Island because I was really excited for that movie. And then uh, I heard that the second trailer really just spoiled a whole lot of stuff. And then uh, they played it in the theater for a movie that uh, another movie I was seeing. And I was like, well, that's it. <laughs> that's so, it. Unavoidable now. Yeah. Yeah, God, that was a bad movie too. See, I know you like that movie. See, I, I'm on. I'm with Sky on this one. I, I didn't like. I wanted to like it. Henry. What? Watch it again. I will. Tom Hiddleston. Well, I gave you the Blu-ray. Didn't Tom I? Hiddleston. I love Tom with Hiddleston with a with a, a katana cutting up monsters. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. But. King Kong fighting a giant squid. John C. Riley. <laughs> if only they would have done it well. Yeah. All of that sounds great on paper, but the execution was. Awful execution mm. was brilliant. Are you are you excited for <laughs> Godzilla, King of the Monsters? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I say uh, some of my most anticipated movies coming up are Godzilla, King of the Monsters, John Wick three, and uh, Avengers Endgame. I am excited for some John Wick. Yeah. See, I am not a Wicker man. You're not. No, you're not. You a... didn't like John Wick. No. Did you like Atomic Blonde? What? No. Kind of. Whoa. You didn't like Atomic Blonde. See, I liked Atomic Blonde less <laughs> than John Wick. I liked it more. I like Atomic Blonde more than John Wick. But what isn't what did you what don't you okay, like? Atomic about those Blonde films? was like if A24. Okay, okay, with John Wick, I don't know. I just I, I just find it dull and kind of tiring. I, I don't like the character. I don't really like and, and uh, yeah. You're I, doing our boy Keanu a disservice. I know. I, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't defend him on this one. What didn't you like about Atomic Blonde? Like, if you don't okay. like, um, you know, John Wick, that's fine because it's, you okay. know, it's simple. Okay. okay, well, I did, I did like it, didn't love it. Okay, so, but I loved Charlize Theron, I loved Sophia Patella and Giant, James McAvoy. Yes, I, but I just found like there were these really long stretches where it's just a lot of generic plot in between some of the action that was great. Well, it's a spy movie at the end of the day. Oh yeah, of course, but I just feel like. If it's gonna be plot, make it interesting. And I, I, I didn't find. I, I was just kind of waiting for more interesting things to happen or more. And I've watched it twice now. I still kind of feel the same way. I just feel like it has great moments, but there are just long stretches where it really drags for me. If it's gonna be plot, make it interesting. Yeah, man. Did you learn that in school? Yeah. Yeah. The coloring. In Elementary that school. Yeah, the <laughs> I love the coloring in Atomic. Plot. I agree. You know, I, I, th- I think it looked good. I think the performances were good. Getting a little tired of John Goodman, I'll say that. And these little per, small character roles, I think uh, I, he's kind of losing it a little bit. But but no, I, I just you found see, like the, I, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. I, but I just found the plot kind of. Um, you guys are killing me today. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, I really I really liked Atomic Blonde. Um, it just didn't capture me as quickly as as John Wick. But it's fair. Uh, it's just because. I've been trained so hard to be analytical. That uh, I'm so bad at uh, turning my brain on when I'm watching movies. It's always off. Mm. So it's just I'm a very simple man when it comes to movies. Mm. A man of simple pleasures. That's good. You know, that's the way to go. But so. then you know, 
I kind of have to prepare myself going in. If I'm going to go watch a A24 movie, I'm not just going to turn my brain off because then it'll probably just drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to go see John Wick, it's going off. <laughs> Are you all excited about Bill and Ted 3? I'm, I'm actually not a not Bill and Ted. What? <laughs> Sorry. What was that? Sorry. I guess we, it's, a, it's a hot take maybe, but I'm there's not. Just, there's just so so... So much flying, so much today. controversy. So th- this is the most I controversial episode yet. I feel very attacked today. I know. Is this the most controversial episode yet? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, we gotta have more to people ask on the like this more often. But it's uh, just a lot. But of no, no, nothing against it. I, to be fair, I haven't seen it in years, and so I, I just don't. I don't have any nostalgic attachment. I don't really have any urge to watch it, and so I, they could be brilliant five out of five masterpieces. It's but, not that. <laughs> they could be five out of five masterpieces, but uh, I just uh, I'll I'll see it. So, but uh, I it's not on my list at all. Oh not on gosh. my radar. So oh, I'm so hyped. Yeah, Keanu Reeves, man. Yeah, great Have you guy. Seen the Neon Demon. Love Neon Demon. He was he was in that, right? I don't remember. No, that. don't think so. He was uh, he played like a hotel man. You sure? Because <laughs> didn't uh, didn't. Didn't she come back to her room? Oh, and yeah, you're like right. Okay, you're right. In it. You're right. Hmm. Yeah, it's good been movie a while though. since I've yeah. seen it. Yeah, yeah, good movie. I just, the last thing I think I saw him in uh, is probably Knock Knock, Eli Roth. Oh, boy. That's Knock a Knock. good, uh, that's a, gr- a great last movie to see Keanu Reeves in. I love that movie. I love me some Eli Roth back. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, I really, thought it was really great. When I when I heard that Eli Roth was directing a children's movie, House with the clock. Oh yeah, balls. No, I didn't I, see it. Not, I not. was I was very intrigued. I was like, yeah, Eli Roth directing a children's movie. It's not great. It didn't look great. No. Probably because it was Eli Roth directing a children's movie. Maybe I liked the first trailer, and then they released the second trailer, and we both like, you know, yeah. Jess and I, we were like, no. Nah. Yeah. And see, well, I love Jack Black. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I know Jacob Swafford loves Eli Roth, but I don't think even well, he. Of saw course it. he does. Yeah. <laughs> It was a very dark person. He yeah, is. yeah. A dark soul. <laughs> well, hostile and hostile too. Great movies, and I love um, Cabin Fever. Yeah, I actually watched Cabin Fever for the first time two years ago, and I was like, "This is shockingly good." It's a good movie. We also watched because uh, it was. Um, I was doing a whole Halloween movie marathon with my friend over that October, and we watched every Saw movie and every Eli Roth movie, every Nightmare on Elm Street movie, and every Friday the Thirteenth movie. That's too much. And That's too much. <laughs> the Saw movies were great. I've only seen the first one, so James I, that Bond. one's great. It's good, you but um, but yeah, uh, Eli Roth. I feel like I I was a different person before I saw the Green Inferno. I didn't like the Green Inferno. Me neither. I didn't. I just mean it. It changed me. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, pretty. Grim. In order to accept what I was seeing, I was like, I have to change my inner workings of my yeah. soul. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I'll just. Yeah, man. No, <laughs> yeah. enough said. You know, just <laughs> the silence. You know. Um. Yeah. Well. Uh. Yeah. Any, yeah. Anything else? Any news? I don't have much. anything really. Yeah. No. Um, no. Jacob, anything? Oh, did I tell you I saw Creed 2? Did no. we talk about this last time? No. Yeah, how was that? I love Creed 2. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, I love the first so, yeah, one. Yeah, I love so. Creed, so yeah. Yeah, Creed was great, and Creed 2 was equally as great. Ryan Coogler is a great guy. Yeah. I don't think he directed the sequel. No. Um, he didn't? No, he, no, he was doing Black Panther. Oh. Uh, 
But no, I actually liked this one, I think, maybe more than the first one. Uh, it was really good. How's really the good? Russian guy in it? Oh, Drago? Yeah. Yeah, great. And to see Dolph Lundgren on screen with Sylvester Stallone again is, you know, it's always a treat. Yeah. Which I think he was in The Expendables as well, but... Maybe with them bringing back Sylvester Stallone and, and Creed, maybe this will open the path us to get a sequel to commando with arnold schwarzenegger <laughs> that would be dope yeah we can only hope you know cross your fingers yeah. but no i really enjoyed it what i love most about the creed films so far is um the style uh-huh. the overall style and the cinematography right. especially mm-hmm. when the fighters enter into the arena some really good stuff like hmm. that's quality filmmaking huh. and the fight scenes themselves are i was telling her because she she doesn't like violence but i was like you know when you there's a scene where um Michael B. Jordan's character Creed, he, he's fighting and he's he's getting he's getting pummeled, and you really do feel like oh my god, like this dude right now is about to die, hmm. you know, because it looks good, it looks real, wow, good yeah, I quality that, filmmaking. Um, I remember that last fight scene from the first one was was great. Oh yeah, yeah. the the sort of climax. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I still don't know how people film fight scenes. I'm guessing just like you know, because especially when there's not like a lot of cuts. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, the Ray films. Um, mm. I always think about like choreography. So yeah, I'm like, I'm like, how do how does how does a choreographer work? Are they just like this would look cool? Like, I don't know, like, I, mean, I think it just develops over time. You know, you start to kind of just do one piece at a time, and then it like kinda, something crazy happened in a fight scene, and I'm like, how do they come to that conclusion? Yeah, you look at uh the church scene from Kingsman. Yeah, it's just it's a great scene. You know, that scene is it has cuts in it, but they're hidden. You know, and like flashes and if someone goes across the screen you know so that right. sort of gives it the feel of a one take you all excited about the kingsman prequel or whatever no yeah i did not like the golden circle i didn't either it was fine the, i didn't like see, the marketing for the golden circle no it pisses me off when i see a trailer and i'm like that was an incredible trailer <laughs> which is how i felt about the golden circle and then i see the movie and i'm like what happened did they, you see- I saw the first Kingsman, and that one I remember seeing the trailer. And, and when I watched the movie, I was like, "That is not what I expected." Mm-hmm. They, in the first moments of the Golden Circle, they kill off everyone, essentially from from the first movie. Everyone that probably could have made the movie better, and there were some choices that probably could have just. Anyways, yeah. it's a story for another time. The thing I hated most about it was the marketing, like I said, and it's like you know showing Colin Firth again, you know, after the big reveal in the first one that he's dead and then you see him and then you actually see like a poster with like his glasses Mm -hmm. and like a bullet hole in it. And I'm just like, why? And he doesn't even look like he wants to be there. Yeah, he didn't. The first one he looked like he was, but I think he was like, I died guys. Mm -hmm. There's Mm -hmm. no reason to bring me back. Yeah. And they were like, we need you. (laughs) We need you, Colin. And the explanation was so stupid. Yeah. But I love the first one, though. The first one is still one of my favorites. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Especially Samuel L. Jackson with that lisp. Yeah. It's so great. Mm-hmm. It's but probably my favorite performance from uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, I saw the trailer and I was just like, Statesman, Jeff Bridges, Channing Tatum, Frank Sinatra's My Way. Perfect. Great song. And just, they ruined it. They dropped the ball hard. Yeah. I think they just didn't care. You know, it felt very much like Kick-Ass 2, where the the love of filmmaking just went away and they were like, Let's, we're making a sequel because maybe we signed a contract to make a sequel. 
but I just feel like the passion wasn't there for that film. Yeah. Meanwhile, well, what were you saying about the raid films? I feel like I kind of cut you off. Oh, okay. but just talking about Drink fight choreography and how I don't understand like how filmmakers do certain scenes, especially with the raid trilogy. Yeah, the raid is an incredible, incredible movie. Yeah. Yeah. The first one and the second one I thought were really good. Have you seen um Indonesian films are just terrific. You seen the the new movie from that guy yet with uh, Dan Stevens? What is it? No, it's uh, on Netflix. So I haven't watched it yet. Is it good? Yeah, I want to yeah. see it. Apostle is that Apostle, what it's called? Yeah, yeah. It's um not as good as the raid, but Garrett Evans. Who Garrett what? Evans is yeah, that the yeah, director's yeah. name? I think. Yeah, I think that's right. But um, Gareth, I think Gareth. Yeah. yeah. Is it a? It's not an action film, though, is it? Like it's like a, not not as much as the raid, right? But yeah, because I knew he said he didn't want to be pigeonholed into like a specific genre, and that's didn't why he's he, taking so long on the raid three. Actually, I don't. I think it's Gareth Evans because there was also yeah. also a, a Gareth something directed Godzilla, right? But that's like a different guy. I think that's a different guy. I hated Godzilla. We're talking about Apostle from the director. Of oh, the I never raid. saw that. It's on Netflix. Should give it a go. Yeah. Should give it a twirl, a spin. Give it a poke. Yeah. I was going to watch The Frontier um, this morning, but I chose to watch Masterminds instead, and Masterminds is, <laughs> it's not a great film. Got, but I do love the cat contact lenses. Yeah, there's some that. great oh. scenes, but the overall it's it's not a good movie. Mm-hmm. But I do want to check out uh, Triple Frontier or Frontier. Oh, the Ben Affleck? Yeah, yeah. Oscar Isaac film. Yeah. Have you seen it? No, not yet. I want to check it out. But I want to check it out as well. Yeah. I hate war movies, though. So I, don't know. I love war movies. Annihilation. Yeah. Loved Annihilation. Did you guys? You guys re- reviewed mm-hmm. Annihilation. Yeah. And I wish I was there for that one. Yeah. I yeah, loved Chloe loved it. that movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. Natalie Portman. I don't think it's as good as Ex Wonderful Machina, though. I feel like his freshman film I like, I like Ex Machina more. Yeah. I've yet to see Ex Machina. Oh, man. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Alex yeah. Garland is great. He's killing it. But I like yeah. Alicia Vikander. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's cool. Um, all right. Well, I guess we can move on to just a listener question. So uh, the filmbudspodcast at gmail.com is the address that you can reach us. Also on Twitter at filmbuds and on Facebook and Instagram now. Uh, and so feel free to follow us and just keep up with everything. Comment about you know movies you may want to see reviewed, whatever. And yeah, so the first one we got is a uh, one from Jason X. Um, Jason X. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it says, "Hi everybody, it's a rare day. It's a it's rare a day goes by where I don't listen to one of your past episodes. So thanks for the constant stream of entertainment. Mm-hmm. But with the increasing amount of remakes and reboots in Hollywood, do you think that for kids growing up now that will soon be?" Uh, Remakes will soon become the norm of what Hollywood is is for them, as opposed to older people who still kind of fight against the idea of remakes. Thanks again for the podcast. Huh. Hmm. That's a good point. So, you know, I I don't like remakes that much. I think some of them can be done very well, like the new Tomb Raider. I thought that was better than the the old one with um, what's her name. Alicia Vikander. Nope, the first one. Angel, oh, Angel Jolie. Jolie. Yeah, I thought that was better. Uh, but you know, for people who insist that you know Hollywood is being overtaken with remakes, there is a lot of great new material out there. You know, oh, there yeah. are occasional remakes, but I mean, if you really think about it, you're only getting maybe like one every couple of years. There's mm-hmm. a remake. 
So for me, it's not that everything is getting remade. It's just that films that you love are probably getting remade. And, um, you know, that's just, that's the game. And it really just becomes up to the parent of the child to introduce that child to like, hey, this is the first film. Mm-hmm. This is the great stuff right here. And here's the remake, you know, that was done. And just to tell them like, hey, technolo- uh, technology changed over the years. Mm-hmm. Filmmaking changed. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it. it is interesting to think like if someone who's like, five now growing up is like all they're seeing are the new Aladdin movie for instance yeah and so it's like then are the past versions or the original versions going to be overlooked or are those going to be the ones that are now going to be considered like you know the alternate version of what's coming out now and I don't think so I know I mean I, I think it really just it depends on the parent you know and how the child looks at it yeah you know but for me it would be like I'm trying to think of an instance. I can't think of anything that was a remake of the thing. You know, like Mm. if I was to see the original thing again, uh, you know, I would still be like, yeah, yeah, I could see where the new thing with John Carpenter's The Thing, uh, you know, it's it was good. Yeah. They're both good films. I think you just got to separate them a little bit, too. Yeah. Kind of like the Halloween remake, almost. Yeah, sure. It's a sequel, but it almost feels like a remake. Right. Jake, what about you? I think that's an interesting point uh, that kids growing up are pretty much going to have every movie that we grew up with, but newer, different. So, like the uh, like the Lion King, also. Yeah. Know? So you know, like Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast, Pinocchio, Dumbo, but um, I also think it's interesting because I've done this a few times where uh, it's it changes your uh, outlook and your opinion if you watch a remake and then the original as opposed to the original and then a remake, you know, so I think it's going to be interesting for these kids to see all these remakes and then maybe go back and watch the original later and you have a whole different outlook mm-hmm. than if you, like us, seeing the originals first, we have that going in, mm-hmm. you know, so I think if we go into a remake and we're like, that wasn't very good, you know, like for someone that sees the remake first, they might be like, that was pretty good. And it, they might keep that opinion, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So, what about you, Jess? Yes. I'm not a fan of how many remakes are happening now. I think that it's taking away from original content yeah. and original screenwriters, and and I just I'm not a fan. And I feel like I know why they're doing it. It's easy money. Um, it's easy pull if you can connect to the first movie and you want to see it updated. But a lot of times when they're trying to make it accessible to younger audiences, I can't connect mm-hmm. with the people that they're putting in these roles. And I'm not as interested in them, so I'm not going to want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, but mostly it's I just feel like it, it's a money grab. Yeah, for sure. It's well, always what, good to have a built-in audience. Yeah. yeah. Well, what about the Pet the pet Cemetery remake? Super excited about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, that does look really good. What about It? That was a great remake. Oh, I yeah, thought. that's true. Uh, Oh no! Well, we talked about that last week. Hated she, it. Yeah, she didn't absolutely like it. Oh, hated it. The most controversial <laughs> podcast <laughs> we've ever had. Yeah. Um, but like uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, terrible. I I haven't seen that yet. I don't been, see it. Don't I kind of want to watch it though. Watch the Mummy again. Could this be a Mummy situation? <laughs> no. Could I give this three and a half stars? No. Sky? I promise you, it's I gave an it, awful film. I gave it three. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. What what movie? The Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Oh, God, it's okay, awful. But now at this point, I may have to watch it because it does have Rooney Mara in it. I love Rooney Mara. It's a bad film. Yeah. I, does it? Yeah. 
She's the one in the tub, right? That has the classic, like... She might be the main girl. I saw it in theaters. Yeah, she's the one who's in the tub and the claw comes out of the water. Oh, yeah. yeah she, that's her. Now, that being said, I loved the Friday the 13th remake. I don't think I've seen it. With uh, Jared Padalecki. Hmm. Padalecki. 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 Aren't, aren't they doing another one? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no, they are doing another one. No, because um, there's, like, this giant lawsuit right now. Oh, yeah. I Between, remember uh, Sean Cunningham, the original director of the first uh, Friday the 13th film. And, like, he owns the Friday the 13th rights, but he's not willing to, I, I guess, give them or sell them to uh, Platinum Dunes. Hmm. What, and that's what why they only did a one off. And the lawsuits. He just got done with a lawsuit for that exact same reason for the video game. Oh. And now he's know. just rolling out another one. <laughs> nice. I mean, I hope there's a sequel, but I mean, it's already been 10 years, so I guess it'd be a whole new new movie. Yeah. What's y'all's favorite horror franchise like that? What do you mean? Like uh, like Friday the 13th or Halloween? Like what those in terms of those really long? Really long ones. So yeah. more than three. How about that? Sure. Let's go with that. Okay. What do you think? Well, You're, I mentioned mine last week was Nightmare. Nightmare. Yeah. Probably Halloween. Jacob, do you have one? Yeah. Um, I didn't grow up with that stuff. Yeah, like me I, neither. I watched all of them two mm-hmm. years ago during the <laughs> month of October. Uh, but uh, Jason, I think, Friday the 13th. Nice. Yeah. I think, think it's Halloween for me. Although I, think, I, I do like Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street a good bit. I think Freddy versus Jason is a great movie. Do you? Yeah. It's something. <laughs> I like... Um, I like Freddy as my favorite villain because he's funny. Yeah. He doesn't take himself seriously. And yeah. his jokes, like when I was growing up and I'd, I'd see this character that's kind of cracking jokes before he murders somebody, that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it he was. He was badass and, and I liked it. It's kind of like Chucky almost. Yeah. yeah. It's like a little smart ass character that it's, I just really liked that aspect of a like, of a villain. Yeah. He'll call you a bitch and just stab yeah. you. <laughs> Jason cracks some jokes too. <laughs> yeah he'll look at you funny yeah <laughs> yeah no i mean my problem with um freddie versus jason i think was uh the guy that they had to play jason was almost like a basketball player like he was like seven foot tall but tall and lanky mm-hmm. you know and he almost looked like my build you know and when i picture jason i picture like Hane, kane hotter you know being jason yeah. he was like the stocky dude that's menacing mm-hmm. you know and uh for me, they really messed up the cast on that. It's, it's kind of like the uh, Halloween, the Rob Zombie, yeah, Michael Myers, where he's like he's giant, a giant. <laughs> yeah, Tyler Maine is that his name? Maybe yeah. I think he played uh, Sabretooth. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and wait, Sabretooth in what movie? The first X Men film. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, not Lee Schreiber. Um, but yeah, I love the Halloween films though. Like, yeah. They I, get really bad, but I love it. I'm yeah. on board I thought for it was it. so funny that they erased the entire canon. Yeah. Because you know, it's the the series canon is now Halloween, Halloween. Yeah. They even got rid of Halloween too. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. Yeah. Uh, I'm really glad that they got rid of uh, Halloween... Not Resurrection, but... Uh, H2O? Wait, no, I love H2O. <laughs> H2O is one of my favorites. Uh, it might have been Resurrection, the one where it was like this... Was that the one with Buster Rhymes? Yeah, Buster Rhymes and Tyra yeah. Banks. Mm. What a film. Mm. Really brilliant. No. It's really bad. It's so bad. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I haven't actually seen all of the Halloween films. That's that's the one franchise. I've also never seen any of the Chucky films. I think I've seen the first one. I haven't seen the other. No, so. Interested. I love Bride of Chucky. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's good stuff. You haven't seen it, have you? Not Bride of Chucky. No. We should do a, a review of the Halloween franchise or Nightmare on Elm Street or something. All of them at once. Oh, yeah. I mean, we could really do a podcast where it's like you know one half of like you know uh, Freddy and then the other half is beating yeah. Jason. I mean, because well, it like I- a six hour horror film podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, because I've been wanting to try and produce one, All some it. that would go on Bandcamp that people can like donate a dollar to download and so we could maybe do the The Conjuring. Yeah. The Conjuring I love the Conjuring two. films. Oh, speaking of Annabelle, that, Annabelle 2, Annabelle 3. Oh, great yeah. movies. The, trailer <laughs> the Nun. Oh, yeah. No oh, no, we'll re- re-review that. I didn't see The Nun. Don't need to. I heard it was bad. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. The trailer gives you everything you need. Yeah, but what were you looking at? <coughs> There's a trailer out that I saw. Um, the The Curse of La Llorona. Oh, they. Oh, yeah. They and do. they're saying it's in the Annabelle universe oh, because yeah. of the the priest that's in it is Isn't the same. It, uh, and it's set in the same time period. Yeah. So it's like kind of linking it there. I guess it's trying to like market itself off of that series. Yeah. Um, I'm not too sure how I feel about. Yeah. See, the I, movie. see, that's the annoying thing. It's like if you can, it can possibly fit into a universe. They're gonna do it. Like the Cloverfield yeah. paradox thing. Yeah. <sighs> I hated that movie. Yeah. Loved I think Cloverfield though. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's the one thing today that we're all gonna agree on. Yeah, the probably. Cloverfield Paradox is a bad movie. <laughs> they wanted to drop it, right? Yeah, like, they were like Netflix picked it up right at the last second. Mm-hmm. But it's like if you can, if it, if it's even close to being mm-hmm. in it to a certain cinematic universe, like oh no, here we'll, it's a Conjuring movie now, or yeah. And that's the only when I saw the the trailer for it, I told Sky about it, and he's like, "Well, what do you think?" And I'm like, "I don't know if I really want to see it, but I think they're trying to." get people to see it based on that yeah totally and i might just because of that but it doesn't look great no it doesn't look like it's gonna hold me for an entire film it doesn't look very scary it looks very much like the annabelle movie where annabelle like is in the house kind of like you know gonna pop out from over here or whatever yeah kind of thing it's felt it feels like it's been done before so they're just trying to go off of that and be like oh Come watch it because it has the priest guy in it. Yeah. So yep. Not too, not too looking forward to that. Yeah, horror films are um, the biggest missed opportunity genre these days. <laughs> like the easiest to make and the hardest to get right. So yeah, well said. Yeah, because Blumhouse is like a they churn them out. Yeah. You know. A little too much. They need to take a step back. Yeah, they're doing a lot. Know. They're doing the craft remake. I saw that. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that <laughs> at all. It's probably yeah. going to be bad. It's a you know yet again a remake. Yeah, it's lazy. Mm-hmm. And you think about just how easy it is to make a horror movie. There's only like a handful of rules. Just throw them down on the script, and you just go for it. Yeah. Well, see, I think the craft is actually a good choice. To be remade. Could be, I, I could like be. The Craft. I think it's a great film. Um, but if you modernize it today, I think, you know, with especially the success of Sabrina and people just being fascinated with witches right now, it's, it's a great it's a great choice to like be remade. It, it could be, though, like to CW. I don't want that. Yeah, Because <laughs> I feel don't. like that's where a lot of the remakes go is to teenagery, and I just can't. Yeah. connect with that I don't I'm hoping Blumhouse like though is like yeah this is we're not gonna do that 
Because they haven't really done a CW style film, you know? Yeah. So I'm hoping it's dark. I hope it's dark. Yeah. Um, I hope the casting is just right. Yeah. I know you're going to review us next week, but yeah, yeah, we're going to try to. Jordan Peele is killing it. Hey, he doesn't talk anything about us right now. Wait, have you seen it? I just just wanted to say that. Okay. Jordan Peele. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We're going to try and review it next week if Chloe can come back. Yeah. We have a coworker and uh, he's been like seeing us and he's like, have you seen us yet? And he's getting ready to talk about it. And he was like, I really, and I was like, I don't even want to know if you liked it. Because like I don't want to know anything. Yeah. Because I just want to go into it fresh. Yeah. I don't. I, yeah, I'm, I'm dying to see it. So I'm so. I'm excited, excited for that uh, Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, he's he's killing it these I days. I don't know about paying for CBS All Access. But, yeah. You know, we'll we'll see. Have any of you seen Star Trek Discovery? That's no, I haven't either. I want to. I just also don't want to pay for a subscription yeah. service. There's yeah. too many subscription There's, services. And then with Apple coming out with oh, their yeah. streaming service. Yeah, yeah. Now that. That's a big thing, yeah. That looks really good. they got big names. They've got Spielberg. stuff that I could connect with that I can see myself wanting to see. And I'm like, oh, no. Like, there's just so many outlets now. But is it like Warner Bros. Or, or was it like DC that has theirs with Titans on it? Is that DC? That's going to fail so I th- hard. I think so, yeah. And then uh, Disney's got one coming. Yeah. They'll be successful. Yeah. Especially I mean, with all the Disney films. I think they say they're going to have their, their entire mm-hmm. there's collection. That, there's yeah, that like collection, fan, yeah. fan theory that they canceled all the Netflix Marvel shows mm-hmm. so that they can just oh, put yeah. them on Disney and keep them going. Right. So I they're not actually surprised. over. <coughs> well, I hear that they couldn't even pick them back up until at least 2020. Hmm. So by then, know. people may not even care about those shows yeah. anymore. I think people already are starting not to yeah. care about those shows. <laughs> Hot take. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, cool. Um, all right, well, thanks for the email, everybody. Um, yeah, hopefully that answers your question about remix. I think it does. hope so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so again, uh, phonebudspodcast at gmail.com is the address that you can reach us. Um, so if you're a new listener or if you've been listening since the beginning, uh, feel free to send us a question or a comment or whatever, or review us on iTunes. We always appreciate that. Um, and so, all right, well, I guess we can just do our picks of the week to wrap up. Um Anybody been watching anything good? Terrible? Uh, well, Sky, you mentioned you watched Masterminds. Yeah, I did watch Masterminds. Which is directed by Jared Hess, who did Napoleon Dynamite and Nacho Libre. Well, that explains a lot, but... Two, <laughs> two defining films of our time. <laughs> uh, God, you know, I actually hated Napoleon Dynamite. I like it. Really? I hate it. I don't mind Nacho Libre either. I liked Nacho Libre. <laughs> uh, but for me, I just... Maybe it was because uh, Napoleon Dynamite, you know, I was in high school when that came out. So maybe for me, it was just way too hyped, way too discussed. And people were like, oh, I'm obsessed with this film. And generally, whenever that happens, I I, tuned, I tend to tune off. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't want to see it. You're, you're overhyping it. You know, it's never going to meet my expectations now. Yeah. So I just avoid it. And then I caught it and I was like, I don't like it. So I probably went in a little jaded. Yeah. Uh, but I know a lot of people love it. Mm-hmm. It's just not my you're thing. You're talking about Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I've never seen Nacho Libre. But uh, one time I delivered a, a pizza to a guy and he asked me if I'd seen Nacho Libre. <laughs> <laughs> what? Small world. I said that makes that sense. I <laughs> said that I didn't and he said it was great. But uh, <laughs> Oh, hey, kudos to that guy. You know? I also saw Napoleon Dynamite uh, at a Christian summer camp when I was 10 years old. Wow. Interesting. would not associate those two things together, but I got kicked out of Christian summer camp. What'd you do? I didn't. I never went. Oh. <laughs> I'm just wish Sky, you're such a trickster. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I hadn't. Yeah. What's that? I wish I hadn't gone. 
Oh, I thought you said, I wish I hadn't gotten kicked out. No. Do you get kicked out of Christian camp? <laughs> <laughs> I did not. No. Um, but yeah, any, Jessica, anything for you? Mm, no. I uh, haven't really watched, anything. other than watching The Mummy, we haven't really watched anything. We started um, watching the show What We Do in the Shadows mm-hmm. last night, and we got to finish it today. You you see, you, I assume you've seen oh, yeah. the movie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, actually, Taika actually... Um, you know, directed the first episode and Jermaine Clement wrote the first episode. So that's kind of cool, but oh, we well, fell asleep. Yeah. Sounds like yeah. it'd be uh, brilliant then. Yeah, yeah. It's along the same lines, uh, how the, the film is very similar, but there's new characters, different characters. And, um, I, I don't like them as much as I like the original. Is it still New Zealand? Like actors? I'm like, not sure. Or does it take place in like America? I think it takes place in America because they mention America quite a bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. At least in the first 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But you watched, um, you were really liking that show, Nailed It. Yeah, I got Sky to watch oh, it too. Yeah. It's, um, it's silly. It's funny. It's like Pinterest fails. And um, I, I just think it's hilarious. It's yeah. like if you've got 30 minutes or, is that how long they are, about 30 minutes? It's about 22 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Then put one of those on and laugh and not take life so seriously. Yeah. Yeah, Nicole Byer is really funny. Yeah, she's, oh, yeah. she's really funny. Her delivery as a host is, um, you know, if you're, if you're, not so much a fan, but if you've seen cooking competition shows, mm-hmm. it's kind of like making fun of that whole thing, and it's it's just comical and yeah, and just watching the way that these um, basically normal people who have no experience baking have to try to recreate something that they're given. Um, watching these people struggle and fail is so funny. <laughs> And everybody can relate to that. Yeah, yeah for um, sure. And they are, you know, openly making fun of themselves every time they fail. Yeah, they're not, like, heartbroken if they no. can't do it, you know, because, like, that would be really sad. Mm. But, like, they're like, yeah, this this looks this looks really yeah, you bad. You see a side-by-side what they were supposed to make versus what they ended up making, and mm. it's a mess. And yeah. sometimes not even, like, able to be a form of a cake or something. It's just falling apart, and it's really funny. Hmm. Well, Jacob, uh... Since I guess you were last on in what maybe June or August of last year, right? Something like that. What's that what's long? everything you've seen since then? <laughs> <laughs> the last movie I saw was Captain Marvel. So um, what what you think? Great, I loved it. Yeah, I liked it too. Actually, every good Marvel bit. movie is five out of five stars. So it's my least favorite. It's my second to least favorite. What out of every MCU? Really? Yeah. Movie? yeah. What's wow. your least favorite? My least favorite is. Uh, Probably Thor Dark World. Okay, yeah. Uh, but this yeah, one... That's fair. It just, I it, thought it was better than Guardians 2, Avengers Age of Ultron. Um, I would say that. Maybe it's not my second place favorite, but it's on. It's at the bottom. <laughs> it's at the bottom for me. Yeah. I loved it. I loved yeah. Brie Larson. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's great. She's, I just thought the plot was just... It was, yeah. Yeah, uh, I had pacing issues. Very. But yeah, I've definitely been watching a whole hell of a lot more TV than movies lately. Like what? Um, well, another movie I watched is Free Fire. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. The Ben Wheatley movie. Yeah. Great. I like Ben Wheatley. Yeah. He's great. High rise. It's just great. all action, just all shooting. Brie Larson was in that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, TV, though. Um, been watching the last season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is, you should you should watch Park and, Parks and Rec because it's Michael Schur, and he did The Office, Parks and Rec, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and The Good Place, which are all brilliant shows. See, that's why I didn't want to watch Parks and Rec, though. Because, like, it, when it came out, it came out, and I was like, this is just The Office. 
it's an office ripoff, and I don't want to sit through this and watch those. Self off. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, The Office and Parks and Rec are like my two all time favorite sitcoms, but. Yeah. I would say I and, like. Uh, I haven't seen Brooklyn Nine Nine, but I do like. It's Park, Yeah. I like Brook, uh, Parks and Rec and Office more than The Good Place. Yeah. I've been. I've, I just started The Good Place last week and I finished it last night. Wow. Um, three seasons, you know. Jeez. Uh, and that's. I love that. Michael Schur is just a great guy. Yeah. He's just a great all around guy. Yeah. And, uh, I watched all of Love, Death, and Robots. I watched all of Maniac. Oh, I haven't seen Maniac yet. Have y'all seen Maniac? Not yet. It's really similar to Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That's one of my favorite films. Hmm. So, but it was like Cary Fukunaga's take on that, you know. Yeah. Oh, he's doing Bond. Sort of idea. Next Bond movie. Is he really? Yeah. Danny Boyle got like fired or something. Yeah. Creative differences. Yeah. Uh, I've been watching. Who's going to be the next Bond? Do we know? <coughs> I don't know if they've decided. Well, wait, isn't Daniel Craig? Daniel Craig was. He, he's he's doing on this there. one and then he's done, I think. Said I something like, something like, if I have to play another Bond, I'll slip my wrists or something. And yeah. they were like, what if we paid you more money? Like, <laughs> All right, I'll do it. Well, Spectre was yeah. so bad. I didn't think it was that bad. You know? I don't think it's it's as bad as people say. Is Dude. it? It, no, I, I I don't think so. Okay, okay, we got to talk about this for a second. This guy laid on the table for me. I'm okay. gonna lay it down. <laughs> I'm gonna lay it all down. Uh, but like, okay, so when he's like, okay, you're gonna be interrogated when Christoph Waltz is interrogating Bond, and he's like, I'm gonna hook you up to this machine, and you're never gonna remember anything else again, and it's gonna be excruciating pain and all this, and then he just does it, and Bond's like, oh, I remember everything. I'm like, okay, how that how is that effective? And just the movie in general, I don't think so. Was so bad, but that was like the one instance where I almost walked out of the theater. See, I never saw Spectre. No, the last one I saw was Skyfall. Stop huh. there. <laughs> That's the end of a trilogy for them too. Like that really is an ending. Spectre was so unnecessary. Now we're getting Bond twenty five because it's the twenty fifth one. Jeez. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, no, re- it's recast already. In ten years, can you tell me what Spectre was about? I can't tell you what it's about now. <laughs> could, could you tell me? <laughs> could you tell me what Quantum of Solace was about? Because I compare no. those films to each other. Something about oil, right? Something about <laughs> oil, like Casino Royale and um, Skyfall. Great what's films. Going, what's Casino Royale about? Casino Royale. <laughs> uh, well, you had Vesper. <laughs> you had Eva Green as Vesper, and uh, that's pretty much all you need to know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, uh, I mean, it was just. Uh, there's just. There, it was not a good movie. Yeah, I can't believe that you liked it. I liked it, man. I, uh, I don't know why I'm too surprised. Yeah, <laughs> at this point, <laughs> I was at a party with my sister, and everyone started talking about Bond films, and I had to convince everyone that there was a Bond film called Octopussy. Yes, they didn't yeah. believe me. Yeah, at first I did when I first heard, heard that. So and I was is like, that Roger Moore, or is that Sean Connery still? Roger, maybe I don't, Roger it's Moore. It's not Sean Connery. I think, I think Roger, Roger Moore. I think it's yeah. Roger Moore. And I was like, that is a true fact. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how you said it? <laughs> that <laughs> it's real. Yeah, because like when Roger Moore went in, that's when everything just went zany. Yeah, you know. Remember when Pierce Brosnan was was James Bond? I do. Yeah, yeah. for like one movie. Mm-hmm. I think he did two, right? I think so. And yeah. then uh, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig's been killing it. Though. Yeah, yeah. He's my favorite. Yeah, he's like Bond. When you think of him, he's like yeah. I mean, maybe some people think of Sean Connery if you're like in your forties or something. <laughs> But I still want Idris Elba. Yeah. Uh, that'd be great. 
Yeah. I still think it'd be cool if they if they went with a female Bond too. I was yeah. talking about this the other well two days ago with a couple of my friends, and um, I've never seen any of the Bond films other than them being on in the background, mm. and I'm kind of paying attention, but not really. Um, and you know now they're having a lot of movies and shows where they have like the main characters turn female, like um, like Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. They had the female cast for that, and then now Doctor Who is a woman, mm-hmm. and that's been and, a great success. Yeah, and so I was wondering, and I asked them, could do you think with Daniel Craig saying that he's not gonna do Bond after this, uh, if they would do a female? And they said they didn't think it could work. Like absolutely. They couldn't make it work with a female Bond, and I don't, I don't know the movie, so I don't know the character as well. But what do you guys think? I don't it think it would be the work. same. I, I think in terms of like a story and everything, it could work. But in terms of it, them defining the like characterizing the Bond character, I don't know if it would be the same. Oh, I disagree because I think it's yeah, I it's great too. Oh yeah, yeah what a divisive <laughs> yeah. Podcast. So, I mean, but I, I just think in terms of the male. Not the, I mean, I think in terms of what they do, of course, a female could do just as be just as interesting, but it would feel like it would be a different character, just in terms of how the Bond character is written. But wouldn't that be okay if, especially if it just flipped everything upside down? But but then I don't know if it would be Bond. But it would be like it's it like would, a woman wouldn't make the same decisions that a male James Bond would make, something like that, maybe. Kinda, yeah, and they wouldn't act the same. I don't think either. But I think that's okay. But I think that they don't need to. Right. I, like it's, I, it's, I don't uh, think so either. But. It's the same with the the whole Doctor Who thing. Well, I think that um, the new Doctor Who has been great. I'm a huge Doctor Who, Who fan. I s- didn't watch most of Peter Capaldi because things got like pretty crazy. But I love the new Doctor Who, and you know, all these people had an issue because they were like, "It's always been a man," mm-hmm. but like. I feel like it makes sense for both Bond and Doctor Who because Doctor Who, the lore, the canon lore is that Doctor Who can regenerate into anything, mm. you know, so it makes sense. And then Bond is just a code name for a spy. James Bond is not a man. James Bond 007 is his code name. Right. So. Well, I, I, I agree with that completely. And I mean, I would, if they are going to do it, I mean, I would totally go see it. But I just feel like, do a franchise with like make Atomic Blonde that version rather than changing the Bond um, character. I, I I don't know. I, I just think that if they just did a different character in a different setting but kept that similar in the, in the same genre, I think it would be better. Just not call it Bond. Right. Yeah, no, I know. I agree. There are certain things, not about this, but I do agree in that like mentality. Because there are certain things where I'm like, okay, if we're going to do that, why don't you just call it something completely different? I can't think of anything right now, but I know that there have been things that have existed where I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. We can just call it something completely different. Uh, but yeah, I don't think it would be received well if there was a female bond. I just, I of course it wouldn't. You know, people <laughs> yeah. wouldn't go see it. People would boycott it and, yeah. and all that stuff. But Which I mean, I mean, that's always going to happen nowadays. But I mean, I, I would totally be up for it. It's just, I, I think in terms of the actual character, I think it would. I, mean, I heard that Julian uh, Anderson was was throwing her hat in the ring for oh, yeah? for James Bond and I, I was like, that would be great. <laughs> How old is she now though? Uh, up there. But she still looks great. <laughs> yeah. She's um, that, that show on Netflix about sex the, ed. The Fall? No, the Sex no. Education. Oh, oh, Sex Education, yeah. Yeah. She is also in The Fall with uh, Jamie Dornan from Fifty Shades of Grey. Great film. And <laughs> Once Upon a Time. <laughs> Oh, is he? 
Yeah. Mm. Um. Oh yeah, I wanted to say that I, I didn't really like Ghostbusters. The the female version. Yeah, but I did really All like fig. I did really like Ocean's Eight. I'll agree. I believe. Yeah. We we reviewed that. On the I show. was on yeah. the podcast when we reviewed that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I think the new Ghostbusters was it just wasn't good just because it wasn't that funny. Like the the cast is great. You see, I didn't hate it because it was women. I hate I did, well I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it because it was it was women. I didn't like it because it just wasn't a very good movie. Yeah, it didn't look good, so I didn't even go see it. It yeah. was like like even like tech tech technically. Or it was pretty bad, like mechanically or whatever. Like you know, the the sound mixing was awful. The lighting wasn't mm. very good. Like, what you think of that fa- that editing. Fallout Boy uh, version of uh, Ghostbusters theme? Oh yeah, <laughs> I liked the Ghostbusters remake. Did you? I did. Sky, <laughs> I, I know what a weird <laughs> weird show this is, but yeah. yeah, no, I actually really enjoyed it. I uh, I mean, I, I got a, a lot great, of hate. I had maybe a that's great why I liked time it. watching it. Mm. You know, I just. Maybe that's why I liked it, though, is everyone else was like, that's a like garbage fire. See, that's film. why I was like, with the mummy. <laughs> yeah, so I get it. But, like, I loved, uh, and this is going to sound really terrible because it's, like, the, it's an all-female cast. But for me, Chris Hemsworth was so funny. I, I agree. But, you know, yeah. everything that he was doing in that movie where he put on the glasses and there were no frames in there. He was mm-hmm. just wearing them. That's my favorite scene. <laughs> so funny. And then him at the end where, you know, he's, like, possessed and everything. Great stuff. And I, I thought I thought everything. I, some of the jokes didn't land, but some of them did, and yeah, it yeah. got a lot more criticism than I think it deserved. I, I agree that yeah. it got more criticism yeah, I agree, than it I deserved. Agree. Yeah, I went to see it with my girlfriend, and we were the only two people in the theater. Really? Yeah, wow. that's fair. I think I saw it in theaters <laughs> with that too. Yeah, I felt like it was such an unnecessary remake. Totally. Yeah. Just I did not understand why we needed this. What about the? There's another Ghostbusters. Yeah, we got Ghostbusters three coming out. Do you already with hear about the, the controversy yeah, with that? The son of the man that made Ghostbusters, yeah, Jason Reitman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hated he, on the he's female doing version. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah. Oh. So, no, no. no he, I thought I thought he said that it was silly to ignore it. Like he was praising it or something. It's what he said though originally. He didn't clarify that with his first post. So in Twitter he posted um, you know, a video and it was showing the um the vehicle and the barn and it's all like going crazy. And mm-hmm. he's like, it's okay guys, we have it back now. Eesh. And I'm just like, oh no. Yeah, and then people went happy. crazy. Come on, Jason. <laughs> and people went crazy. And it was well I mean he deserved that. He yeah. deserved every bit of attention that got. Yeah. Uh, but mm. that's just a shame because I actually like his films. I loved Up in the Air. I think he Love did it. that. And uh, Young Adult. Uh, did he do that too? Yeah. Oh, okay. He did yeah. Juno. Juno. Yeah. Juno. Yeah. Although I didn't like Juno too much, but I thought it was fine. It's a little dated. Yeah. At this point. I did like Tully. Do you see Tully? I didn't From, see Tully. It's pretty good. Although his one like or two bad movies are uh, Men, Women, and Children and then Labor <laughs> Day are not great. But. Didn't he also do... Um, we, no, what's the name of that movie where uh, they're all sitting Shiva or whatever? Um, no, it's that movie where they all die or the one the, the, the dad is dead. Oh, um, oh. And they all come with back Jason to the funeral Bateman with Jason Bateman. Adam Driver. Um, I read the book and watched the movie and I really enjoyed both. What's uh, what the name of that book? The I don't movie. know. It's a great film too. Hmm. It's good really stuff. good. Yeah, I do I do love Young young Adult and uh, the, something like Here up in the air. or something. What was it? I don't know. Something else I've been watching. Uh, my friend and I uh, are finishing up an M. Night Shyamalan marathon. Oh, yeah, I've been looking at your reviews on Letterboxd. You've been 
dragging him through the mud. <laughs> are you skipping any of his films? Uh, or are you just watching them all? I think he has like a couple before signs that we, or not yeah, signs, a couple movie. before um, The Sixth Sense that we didn't. Oh, that's fine. But like starting with like his most successful film, Sixth Sense, and then going forward is yeah, what you're doing. Yeah, we're watching everyone in order. Nope. So we're about to have, I think we accidentally skipped ahead to Avatar, so we had to go back and watch like Lady in the Water and The Happening or, or something, mm-hmm. or Signs in the Happening. I don't know. But we're about to watch After Earth is the next one. I forgot how many bad movies that man is. <sighs> one done. of my favorite films of the decade. So, and so yeah, good. I've already seen Split. Uh, so we're going to end with Glass, obviously. But I mean, Unbreakable's I hated Glass. my favorite so far. Glass uh, so. It's good. Unbreakable, yeah. See, I didn't, I was going to say this earlier, but I, I did not like Split at all. Really? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> This is too much. We gotta go. Yeah. We gotta go. I just recently watched those movies so that we could go see Glass and um, Unbreakable. I was like waiting for, for stuff to happen, like the whole movie, and then everything happens like at the very end when you're, you're like everything kind of comes together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought it was like okay, it was an okay film, and then I watched Split and I really liked that. Yeah, and Glass was Glass was terrible. It tried to be something that wasn't fully formed. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Shyamalan, Shyamalan just like suffered an aneurysm, <laughs> you know, midway through that creative process. Yeah. It's like the happening, you know, it's uh, another name for that film is the nothing's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. That was a horrible movie. But what yeah. is happening? I love you know. certain scenes in that movie though. Like where he's like, uh, Hey, everybody's dead back there in town. And the military guy, he's like, <laughs> ah, cheese and crackers. <laughs> Why are you giving me one piece of useless information <laughs> after another? There's some great lines. I like in that when movie. Zoe Deschanel's, um, saying that, uh, or f- like faking that she cheated on him. Oh yeah, and she's like, I did this, 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 and this. And then Mark Wahlberg goes, Well, I did this, 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 and this. I didn't is even that, have a call. And she goes, Did you? And she goes, No. Is that what she, <laughs> what she was doing? I did not get that at all. It's brutal. And uh, why you eye in my lemon drink? Yeah, I think my favorite. I see calculus. My favorite scene is uh, the old lady. <laughs> the old lady when she says, "You're gonna kill me in my sleep." And Mark Wahlberg goes, "What? No." <laughs> Some good so, stuff in so that movie. In that movie, they're all state. They're almost. They remind me of uh, Roland Emmerich movies, where like the character is defined by what they do. Yeah. And so, like the math teacher talks everything in equations, and then like the science teacher talks. Yeah. Everything. It's just the worst. It's a terrible <laughs> movie, but there are some good spots. Oh yeah. There. It's yeah. weird because it starts with that scene in the park where that girl stabs herself in the neck and then the yeah. very next scene is all those construction workers falling off the building and I'm like, that should have been the first scene. Yeah. So I like the lawnmower. The lawnmower one. It's a good one. Yeah. Good or John Leguizamo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, what's your favorite Shyamalan film? Like, Ooh, just what's your favorite? Good question. If you had to think. <laughs> I'll start with me then. I'll, I'll say The Visit. The Visit is my really? favorite Shyamalan okay. film. Okay. about The Visit? Yeah. I love it. I, I do. I really do like Split. Split's really good. Um, James McAvoy still kills it. Yeah. Man. I really like Unbreakable, and I, I do like The Village. Yeah. Some people, um, yeah. Those would be my in my top three, probably. I I used to watch The Sixth Sense and Signs a lot as a kid. We had a very limited number of DVDs. Oh, yeah, Signs, yeah. Um, but I think nowadays, yeah, I just say like The Visit or Unbreakable um, for sure. And uh, The Village, though, I, I really liked The Village and I was talking to a friend recently about the village, and he was like, "No, the movie was dirt. Like, was, how do you how do you like that movie?" And I was like, "The twist is so incredible, you know, that it's like they're actually in the real world." And 
He didn't realize that was how the movie ended. Hmm. He didn't get that at all. And I was like, you didn't interpret that, that we're not actually in the you know, mid-century? Yeah. No, well, it's shot by Roger Deakins, that movie. Yeah, yeah. Looks great. Roger Deakins, the man. It's figured out. With yeah, the plan. I, I hated. I've told you about this. I hated signs. Really? I hated signs. when you see the aliens at the end. That pissed me off. It's, oh, yeah. I like sure. imagining things. And then when I see this thing, I'm like, I'm not scared of it anymore. Uh-huh. I feel like it can kind of work for me, I guess. Like, I really like the remake of Blair Witch. Yeah. Uh, yeah and I, I, I like when you see you see the Blair Witch. Mm. That mm. moment well, is really... For me, Signs is a bad crazy. film because... He has an alien invasion that takes place on a world where there is so much water, and that is their weakness: is water. Right. Like, like the there's just so many energies. other things that he could have done. I'd rather just watch Scary Movie Three. Yeah, know? that's fair. <laughs> you know, that's fair. Yeah. But what was your favorite? I like um, the visit, and I guess I'm on the other side of the Lady in the Water. I like that because I looked at it as like a fairy tale. I like I Lady in the too. Water. So I really did like that one, and. Um, <laughs> So, and a lot of his movies, uh, and I liked um, The Village, too, because it was like, I didn't really get what was going on until the end, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes his twists work, and sometimes they don't. I mean, because at this point, he almost does them have obligation. It's like his defining characteristic. If only he hadn't have done it for Glass. Yeah. Glass was just not not good. What about that that rap at the end of The Visit? Great, great oh, rap. Hilarious. Kid rapping about getting a diaper shoved in his face. His oh, humor is so gosh. weird. Yeah, it really is. It's it's not great. I love it when he's like, I heard you're afraid of germs, and then he just takes this diaper and he's just like <laughs> just <laughs> splat right in his face. Like, uh, yeah. Um, so funny. But, uh, Jacob, you hate Lady in the Water, right? I saw you gave it a one out of five on <laughs> letterbox. <laughs> it's just <laughs> a solid three point yeah. five for me. Yeah. Love it. I was just bored. Uh, okay. I was right. just Paul Giamatti, first of all, weird pull. Oh. You know, do you not like his lisp? Speech <laughs> <laughs> impediment. It took me yeah. a while to figure out that he even had like a problem. I was like, is he stuttering? Like, <laughs> like I don't know. I, I I think he stutters when he gets like scared or something. Is the, yeah. the thing. I don't know, but I liked Bryce Dallas Howard in it, and she was in the Village previously. Um, but I don't know what it is. Maybe I'll uh, watch it again. Well, I mean, a lot of people yeah. don't like it, so I mean, it's I think like I'd like it if I was younger, if that makes any sense. Yeah, if I was a kid. And I liked um, a lot of people didn't like it, but I liked Devil, but it wasn't great. It mm. had its flaws. Well, it also it wasn't directed by him. Was it not directed by him? No. Written, Did he write it? Okay, because I, I enjoyed that that story. I just felt like it wasn't well done. Yeah. Um, but I liked the the idea. I think that when we were talking about like movies versus short films last week, mm-hmm. that Devil would have been better in that kind of realm where it was a short 10 minute film yeah i felt like it what it didn't need to be this big long like spelled out story yeah like it was what'd y'all think of the last airbender i haven't seen that i skipped that one <laughs> i watched it recently what you think oh uh, i don't know what did i give it i don't know henry i i i i, I got i phased out after i believe I, saw, I gave it a one out of five. i was like I saw, I saw your lady in the water review i was like this guy's done uh, <laughs> <laughs> i watched it Having never seen the show, I was, I was the same way. Nothing at, at about first. it, and then I immediately watched the show afterwards as like a palate cleanser. But I felt that watching it first kind of like tainted my experience of watching the show because like 
I was like, if I hadn't seen the show and I didn't know anything about the show and I didn't know that this movie was like offensive to it, I think I would have liked the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The acting was terrible though. Yeah. And they only cast the little boy as Aang because he knew Kung Fu or something. I think <laughs> like he wasn't an actor. Right. Hmm. Bad movie though. Yeah. Just okay. Bad. All right. I'm not sure bad, bad guy. <laughs> <What's>, <laughs> all right um no, all right no, well, he's, he's great he's yeah great. all right well i'll just mention uh I, I rewatched irrational man by woody allen mm-hmm. it's has joaquin phoenix oh, and yeah, we didn't get to you yet yeah and emma stone and this is i guess his second to most recent movie and joaquin phoenix is this um really radical but very renowned philosophy teacher or professor and he moves to this new university and he's like a huge kind of like everybody knows him and he ends up getting into this friendship with Emma Stone, who's a student of his. Um, and it's very much about like moral and ethical, um, bo- uh, I guess, borderlines and all that. And um, he's getting really bored with normal life. And uh, one day they hear about this judge who is giving this really cruel verdict to a, this innocent person. And he decides in order to spice up his life to go kill him. Um, and it's like played as like a dark comedy. Um, but it's really, and it is entertaining. It's probably one of his better recent movies, but it does feel like at times that his character is just, a um, version of Woody Allen. Like it's, he's just kind of like feeding his ego. Like everyone, like he's this controversial figure who can do whatever he wants and still kind of get away with it, you know? And so at times it does feel a little poor taste, but yeah, it's an interesting little movie. The last Woody Allen film I saw was uh, uh, Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Oh, yeah. I really enjoyed that film. Yeah. I've never seen a Woody Allen film. Wow. Never? Yeah. Not even Midnight in Paris? Annie Hall? What choice? How did you not see Annie Hall? Is it it because his controversial, like... Yeah, I don't know. I just don't... I just... It's always going to be, like, on my mind. He's, like, a little... Creepy man, yeah. So <laughs> we talked about this little on creepy one of the podcast mm-hmm. about how we the art, to like art versus the artist, yeah, yeah. art versus which the I'm artist. usually pretty good at, but uh, sometimes it just gets there's to a me. point, you know. That's how I am yeah. with Tom Cruise, so yeah. I get it. I'm yeah. like I can't get the Scientology out of my head. Sure. See, for me, like you could be a cannibal, and I would still watch your movie. Really? Yeah. Like I, I, see, I like have no shame. Uh, I know it's like my choice in the end, but it's still like a little frustrating, I guess that um. Because that's also why I don't really want to watch Roman Polanski films. Mm-hmm. But like, I just know that Chinatown is a great movie. Mm. You I, seen Rosemary's Baby? No, I haven't seen any no? Roman Polanski oh, movies. Wow. You know, but. Uh, hey, man, that's, we all got that. Yeah. All got something. Um, and then I, lastly, I rewatched a movie that I think you may have seen, Jacob. No one else has seen it, but it's called By the Sea with Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Yeah. That she directed. Yeah. I kept talking about that movie and everyone thought I was talking about Manchester by the sea. Oh yeah. But yeah, so this one is written and directed by Angelina Jolie and stars her and Brad Pitt. I thought it was great. Yeah. It came out a couple years ago. Like no one saw it. Like yeah, I've never heard of it. Yeah. It, I don't think it even got a theatrical release, but it's uh, very much inspired by films like um, La Ventura and um, like a lot of Italian films, I think where it, it's this mysterious troubled romance that takes place at this, like resort European location. And it's all about kind of dealing with loneliness and depression and kind of a relationship (laughs) that is kind of crumbling, but there's still kind of the love there, you know? It's very Um, much a 
take on their real life. Yeah, I mean, and then they ended up breaking up like what a year or two later. So, um, but uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting movie. It feels kind of out of not really of this time in a good way. Like it's very subdued and very classically told. But yeah, um, yeah it's good though. A little slow, kind of drags a little bit, but it's still a cool movie. Um, but yeah, uh, anything else y'all want to mention? No, no. Don't see the mummy. Sure. See, see Venom though. The then watch the mummy. <laughs> yep. See them both. Watch the mummy first. Yeah. Or go back and watch the original uh, classical, uh, classic Universal monster movies like uh, The Invisible Man. It's good. Oh, yeah. I did see something that this social media group was running a contest to find someone that has a lot of social media influence to binge watch all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh movies. yeah, they're going to pay you like thousand dollars, right? Yeah. And live tweet the whole thing. <laughs> Are you going to do it? I don't think I have a big enough uh, social nope. media influence. <laughs> I've got zero followers on Twitter. I would no, have, I to, like, have one pre-programmed tweets yeah. to do that. True. I'd yeah. I'd sit there and just live tweet the whole thing. Maybe we could uh, live stream it. Do a podcast on it. Twenty-four hour podcast. Yeah. Except yeah, I think you need like forty-seven. It's hours. like forty-seven hours. <laughs> we could do it. I think they. <laughs> that, I think they said in the contest that it would be broken up in two parts. So I don't mm. know. Nope. Interesting. But my my girlfriend and I once went to a festival kind of, I guess, like at a at the local one of the local Regal theaters in Greensboro where they were showing all eight Harry Potter movies. Oh yeah, I remember you telling me about that. Oh, and yeah. uh we were in the movie theater for like out of that forty eight hours, like thirty something hours. Good grief. Would you do that? I would attempt, but I would probably be like, <laughs> I got things to do. I, I'd probably yeah. fall out pr- pretty quick. Yeah. We saw like nine previews for Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> And then we saw Fantastic Beasts. How do you eat when you're doing that kind of thing? We you just eat popcorn. And ate stuff? like McDonald's in between movies. Wow, because nice. there's like a short time between the movies. Nice. Mm. And then yeah, we'd... I love Harry Potter, but I think that would still be a lot. Yeah, yeah like great. my brain goes to mush after mm. a certain amount of TV or movies. So. Yeah. We did it for our anniversary. Oh, really? And it was that's great. something. It's yeah. a good time. Yeah. Good. I would attempt it, but I think I would fail. Yeah, I would. I would too. I think. And then uh, this this past January, uh, we went to Universal for uh, for our anniversary, and uh, we went were to there in December. Harry yeah. Potter World for the first time. Yeah. How was that? Because I went several years ago, and Harry Potter World wasn't, or the Diagon Alley part wasn't open yet, so we got to go to the Diagon Alley part. It was great. It was really fun. Nice. We pretty much spent all our time in Harry Potter world. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Same. Because yeah, I've, ne- <laughs> I've never been. So it's like going as like a person of this age, there's not really a lot to do at Universal <laughs> Studios. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you go to like Harry, there's a lot of like experiences, but it's not like a theme park per, per like with rides and stuff per se. You know, there yeah, are. There are rides, but a lot of them are like experience rides. Right. Yeah, they're they're like uh, like a visual roller coasters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like and you've got like the Hulk coaster. Hmm. But what I loved about it, though, because we also went, is like um, it feels like a theme park. Mm-hmm. And you know, we have Carowinds here in North Carolina, but it's not really. It doesn't have a theme. It's just like, hey, we have roller coasters and rides. <laughs> but Universal is like, yeah, we have this theme. Like we have Marvel, we have ET, we have the Men Simpsons. in Black, we have The Simpsons. They have themes, yeah. and I love that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And the rides that they do have were great. They were fun. Don't do Fast and Furious. Oh, I got so angry. <laughs> if you're going to Orlando, do it's, not do it. What's wrong with it? It's so boring and dumb. It's a and bad dated. ride. Hmm. And 
it's a bad ride. The the acting because they kind of like show you this video as you're going in, kind of like to set up the scenario of the ride that you're about to enter. Uh, the acting's terrible. Once again, I've never seen any of the Fast and the Furious movies, and this is definitely not going to make me want to go watch any of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to watch them. Oh. let's do a. Uh, we're going to start with Fast Five. Those, yeah. um, you can start when I'm getting ready to go to bed. <laughs> let's do a, a Fast and Furious uh, special, shall we? Can we do two Fast Two Furious? We do all of them. Drift. We do all, all, of, all of them. All of them. Yeah. I love there's this uh, there's this picture recently that I saw and it was um, you want to feel old. This is what they were stealing in the first Fast and Furious movie, and it's box televisions. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, come Hobbs and Shaw. This later this year we'll do a. They're superheroes. We'll like, review them all. Yeah. Idris Elba is a supervillain in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. If it a Universal, we rode. Like the whole coaster and Spider Man really and Return of the Mummy. Mm-hmm. We waited in line four and a half hours to ride the King Kong ride. What? And it wasn't. You love Kong. The only man. reason that our we we rode Kong, but it was like had malfunctions or something great. like that, and it really wasn't even that great. But remember, we waited yeah. like inside just because they kept saying the longest we ever waited was forty five minutes. Yeah, the longest we ever waited is forty five minutes. It got that crazy. Was it for I don't ride. know what it was. Did you go on a Saturday? Uh, I think it was. Like, I think we were there like Friday through Monday or yeah. something. We, we went. went on the middle of the week, right? I think we, we did went go in January though, so like there weren't a lot of Saturday yeah. through Tuesday because we got four days, so we spent four whole days um, hmm. in Universal. But and yeah, islands. yeah, and it was two weeks before Christmas, so yeah, because we got like a buy two days busy. get two free. Yeah, thing. we did the yeah. same thing, it but it was it was not bad at all. The longest we did is forty five minutes. One day it rained like like a. It was like a hurricane. It was so yeah, bad. Yeah, we got, we got a bad rain as and well. And it cleared everybody out of the park. So then we got on every ride like immediately. So it was it was worth it. But the rides that they did have, I thought were very fun, except for Fast and Furious. She lost her uh, sunglasses oh. on Jurassic the Jurassic Park, park yeah, ride. Yeah, I hate to see that. Yeah, and they yeah. say clearly, oh, yeah, do the not Jurassic put park sunglasses ride was on great. Yeah, but I did it. and I heard that a guy died of like a heart attack on the King Kong ride. So I was like, well, I got to see. I got to do this. Boy, it killed him. I got to see it for myself. And no, I'm okay. <laughs> that one was the one where you're on the bus and then there's things happening on either yeah. side. You're just watching like a big screen. Huh. So it's not that. And then I read the story and it was like he had like a hard problem and it just like ignored. Yeah, that the, was the language barrier. Ignored the, he was or, from a different not, country. It didn't ignore the warnings, but didn't have like, yeah, didn't have like his language on the. Yeah. But the thing is, is there's clear signs that tell yeah, yeah. you like this is bad, mm. you know. Well, and just walking into the theme of the ride. We'll let you know this some scary stuff's about to happen or mm-hmm. something. So you know, go out because it's got that big. Remember that witch that like yeah. talks to you and she says things and it makes it like thunder and when lightning. you go to a theme park, it's just you know You're kind of expecting you know yeah. that things it sets are the scene get for you. Yeah, but huh. it was fun. Um, I drank way too much butter beer in every form that we could get it in. Oh yeah, <laughs> what what the ice cream, the pudding. We rated everything. Honey Dukes. We've got yeah. like chocolate mm-hmm. cauldrons and pretty pot savory flavor beans and pumpkin juice. Did yeah. you eat at any of the restaurants in there? Oh. Like we ate at Three Broomsticks. Uh, not in Harry Potter World. Oh. So good. I had we holidays. went to like the Jimmy Buffett restaurant. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Margaritaville. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, got a chocolate frog. I'll have to check it out, man. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't, I haven't been. So. I got some gilly water, which was just water. Yeah, <laughs> it was just water. What a rip off, man! Rip off, which was pumpkin juice. Mm. <laughs> but it was, it was really cool. It's like being transported into the movies, and there was a lot of hidden things for the fans 
that when you see it, you're like, oh, that's They've so got cool. these like interactive wands now mm-hmm. for children where you can like wave them at things and it makes it do stuff. Jacob, huh. mm-hmm. be honest. Do you have your own uh, wand? Have you bought a wand? I bought two cut. when I was at Universal. Nice. Which we, ones? We both bought two. I got Young Albus Dumbledore from Fantastic Beasts and Mad Eye Moody. Mm. Sick. I have two. Um, he got me one. Mm-hmm. One uh, Sirius Black. I love Sirius nice. Black. Nice. And then the other one I have is Luna's. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, we saved up a ton of money to go on this trip. And we were like, this is the souvenir budget. It was like a, like $600. <laughs> <laughs> Each. Yeah. Food, $20. (laughs) Souvenirs, $600. Yeah, we just ate peanut butter and jelly sandwiches so we could just pay $100 for two wands. Yeah, that's smart. I got to get a wand, man. I don't know who I would pick that, but... Go to Universal. Yeah. I have a Death Eater wand. Yeah, his is the coolest one. Nice. Mm -hmm. I really like my wand. (laughs) I got to get one. Yeah, I'm I'm the one. I'm the fourth wheel here. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, cool. Uh, all right. Well, I I guess that about brings us to the end of the show. Um, yeah, it's been uh, like that coda about Universal Studios. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been a such a whirlwind. You know, so many controversies today. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So next week, I think we're gonna if Chloe can come back, we'll do us and then maybe Dumbo. But not sure of what the schedule is going to be like exactly. And of course, y'all are always welcome. You know, Jake, we'd love to get you on a few, maybe a few more times before you head to North Korea. South Korea. <laughs> <laughs> Say hello to Kim for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as always, guys, thanks for making the drive. You know, you're helping keep the show going, so I appreciate it. Um, and yeah, don't forget to follow us on, on social media and, and rate us. It always helps us out. And um, we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. And yeah, we'll see you guys next time. See ya. Better prepare to get laced because they're gonna taste my venom. I got that adrenaline in them, in not knowing when I'm never gonna slow up in them. Ready to stand, they move in them, thinking it's time.